Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Yo. It's Grapsody with Will, Phil, and Reg Trying to keep it real instead of what you usually get from these talking heads It's Grapsody, we're here to fill the void Three black fans, different perspective, gotta fill your voice Coming with the podcast, talking majors, indies in between Yeah, it's all that, and we're down with Fightful, better fall back Coming for respect, we connect like a ball bat No need to double check, these are all facts You're listening to us talk raps you're listening to us talk craps. Will Phil and Reg. Yeah, we're craps a D here to talk craps. Yeah, we're craps a D here to talk craps. Oh, intro started over. Hold up. There we go. <laughs> yeah, hey, I'm down to here twice. Like, yo, double up on the, the Righteous Reg out here. Let's start the morning like that. Yeah, let's double up on the Righteous Reg. Because Righteous Reg almost lost him this week. Oh, uh, my God. As- Jesus Christ. Uh, but uh, I, I am glad the next morning you came back around. I came uh, back around like an hour later. I was like, yo, <laughs> I was wild and it was crazy was out here. An existential crisis. It was, um, it's been a couple weeks, man. It's been a lot. Putting together a rap show is a fucking lot. Being a rapper is a lot. On top of that, there's wrestling, there's podcasts, there's all kinds of shit going on. I'm trying to get ready for Texas, working every single day to make money, to uh, get bills, got to pay rent. It's fucking crazy. So it just all just came on to me. And I was like, you know what? Fuck all of it. I'm done. I don't want to rap. I don't want to do nothing. I wanted to just like do wrestling, but I'm a rapper forever. It's uh, I was talking with a friend, like rapping is my audio journal and I have to like to exist as like a black man in this world, I have to express myself through raps because if not, there would be nowhere for them to go. And I'd probably fight people at all times, at all the days. So yeah, hip hop's forever, man. Righteous Reg is here. 
you know, we go through things, especially as artists, you know, like Doja Cat was going through the same thing at the exact same time. She was like, I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah. Like this this Yo, is bullshit. I'm done here. Yeah. So like, so. you know, like that's like it, that that was refreshing to see. Like I've sold not a lot of records and she sold a lot, a lot of records. So like to know that, like at the top, it's also like, yo, it's fucked up up here, too, was very refreshing. So, yeah, artist shit. It's crazy, man. Yeah. No, I don't know. I, I've, I've been there. I've had that uh, existential crisis moment. The worst part is uh, and I don't think I've ever told anybody this. Uh, so welcome, Grab City audience. Mm. But um as somebody, as you know, who's been podcasting 17 years, uh, I think, especially in the last, like, two or three years, I... They're saying your mic is low, William. My mic is low? Yeah, that's what they're saying on the Chizat. That's interesting, because it's always too high. And I'm always, like, uh, I don't know. I'm always... It's Wolf off, man. You better... Better up them levels. All right, all right, let's see how that goes. I'm always the loudest on the show. Every time I go back and listen to it, I'm like, damn, why was I so loud? And mm. so I've been play- <laughs> playing with my levels a little bit, and I thought I this was an improvement, but I'm now being told it's not. Why so- am I so loud? That's hella funny. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess y'all tell me uh, if it's any better now, um, if my mic is still super low. Because it sounds good in my headphones. It sounds about the same. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, y'all tell me, though. Uh, Doja Ranch. <laughs> Doja Ranch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep. nah, uh, yeah, it's, it's the same low. I don't know what that means. Uh, well, damn. All right, y'all talk for a minute. I'm going to let uh, StreamYard do its thing. Yes, most it's, it's, it's sounding kind of low today. I don't know what's going on. But what's up with you, Philip? There's been a lot of... Uh, it's been a lot this week on the wrestling front, right? A lot of wrestling to watch. Even more wrestling to watch next week. Uh, I just don't know how people make time to watch all the wrestling, man. Bro, it's, just, it's impossible. It's, it's, it's ridiculous, <laughs> man. Um, it's, a, it's a ridiculous wealth of wrestling out here. And that's why also sometimes I'm like, Hey, to complain about wrestling you don't want to watch, just watch right. something else. Seriously, like, there's these New Japan, there's all these great New Japan matches I keep hearing about, and I'm like, yo, like, what? New, New Sack Sabre Jr.'s out there tearing shit up again, Shingo? Like, yo, yo, yo. Um, Yeah, I don't know if you watched last night or this morning, but New Japan Cup was really, really good. Uh, Sack Sabre Jr. had a banger of a match with Shingo. Mm-hmm. Uh, Naito and Okada never have a bad match. They can't. Uh, it's impossible. So, yeah. Finals are set for the New Japan Cup for tomorrow. Uh, yeah. What are the excited. finals? Yeah, I didn't see it because uh, I was trying to watch it this morning, but I ended up watching a little bit of the GCW show. Uh, the finals are going to be Zack Sabre versus Naito. So Ooh. Two, two guys who have already won a, a New Japan Cup. And mm-hmm. Zack, I think he won it in 2018. And yeah. Naito won in 2016. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, looking forward to that. And those guys always have – they've been in this tournament having insane matches, and so to top it off is going to be crazy. Zack Sabre Jr. is – I don't know what he's been drinking, what he's been eating, but boy, oh boy. I think it's always kind of been the thing with Jack, Zack Sabre Jr., though. He, it's always like everybody's hot on him, and then it kind of goes like this, but it's like he never stops being fucking Zack Sabre Jr. and tearing it up. You know what I mean? Incredible yeah. talent. 
Yeah, I mean, you could say the same thing for Naito. I feel like Naito, right. people will always be like, oh, Naito's not getting his chance. And you can heat Naito up at any time because Definitely. he's just beloved by so many fans that, you know, you give him a little bit of a push and people will be behind it. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel about, like, Miro. I feel like that about him when he was Rusev in WWE. Like, there was points where, like, it was low for him. But, like, as soon as you, like, give him something, it's about to be hot again immediately. So it's like, you out here, Will, or what's going on up there? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> y'all tell me if shit's any different. Uh, it, it sounds it sounds fine. Is it is it still low for you guys? I don't, I don't know. know. I, I'm a, I'm gonna check. I got it pulled up on my phone now, so I'm mm. like actually trying. <laughs> yeah, fucking all the systems up. It's like. But yeah, New Japan show was really good last night. Um, yeah. I, mean, I hope they don't uh, cut our stream for talking about them like out loud and shit. They'd be right, crazy out here. I sounded fine on my phone, so I don't know what to, to tell folks. <laughs> <laughs> they saying it's good. They saying it's, it's good. good. Okay, yeah. Okay. I, I just listened to it on my phone. Come on, phone. man. They, they, got a, they got a quick New Japan uh, Cup uh, recap from us. Yeah, we don't be Cup. talking a lot of New Japan. So, yeah, we, we uh, threw that one in real quick. Yeah, uh, which, is, which is always fun. Um, and... Yeah, but yeah, that just goes along with uh, with too much wrestling. Because like, how do you stay up till three a.m. to watch pro wrestling? Man, it's hard. We had a yeah. Oof. You know what though? I will say this because I hear people say a lot. You know, there's too much wrestling. You know, some people. Um, I don't think there's that, too much. It's there's just, not too much. Yeah, definitely no. Not. But we hear that a lot, right? And so mm-hmm. one of the things I will say in that regard is, um, I like that there's so much variety right now mm-hmm. because. When I hear from people that there's too much wrestling, that to me always uh, feels a little weird because I'm like, you don't have to watch all of it, but I like that there's so many options. Yeah, if you were a completionist, there is way too much wrestling for right. you. And, and, and nobody watches everything. Anybody that says they watch everything, no. you're, you're, I mean, you're lying. You don't. I, mean, I will say <laughs> this. Uh, the, the, the late, great Larry Sanka, the uh, reviewer for 411 Mania, passed away mm-hmm. in 2020, good friend of mine. Um, that man watched everything Mm -hmm. it is uh the best part uh the thing i loved about larry was that if you needed it's sorry there's like a hair hanging from my if you see me like grabbing shit there's like one little i thought it was like a spider web and you were trying to get out of it i thought you're trying to shout out scott hall again with the little hair in the front there it is right there see uh (laughs) is it a gray one i got a gray one down here i'm kind of excited about like when i turn the silver fox reg these cougars silver fox they gonna be uh, they gonna be waiting for you boy i'm telling you you ever heard the reg story they're great but i gotta put a uh, blast like that please do not put me on a blast out here well watch i am not gonna do that but they are a plus story. I got some good ones for uh, next hey, week man. too. Oh right. man, it's crazy <laughs> out here. Righteous Ridge at uh, Wally Mania on, on March oh, 31st. Oh my ladies, god! Make sure you uh, get the goddamn handcuffs out. They are not going to be able to hold you down, bro. Out. It's going crazy. I'm telling you, the Grab City uh, Boys are in the building for Wally Mania, bro. Get, it's crazy. Buy, it's crazy. It's going to be great. Buy, buy Reggie a shot of Henny. Oh, get him going. Come on. <laughs> what I was saying, though, uh, like Larry was really good about reviewing everything to the point of where if you go back and uh, if you want a review of pretty much any wrestling show from like early 2000s through his passing in 2020, mm-hmm. uh, literally just Google that show followed by yep. the name Larry Zonka. You'll mm-hmm. find a review of it. That he was man the guy. Watched, uh, he was mm-hmm. the guy. Like, honestly, the fact that that man reviewed main event every week blew my mind because I'm like. <laughs> 
uh, how? Like, there's nothing how? to see. Yeah, there was how? nothing to see there, how? but every how? week he had. What are you writing up, bro? And then they were in a headlock for five minutes. Like, that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy out here. <laughs> but he did. It, uh, was he did. That, Shout yeah, out to him. RIP. Yeah, other than that, though, there wasn't. There's. Nobody has to watch everything, especially now. Mm-hmm. Now there's so much content. Like, even people that get paid to write about wrestling don't have to watch all of it. You, you don't know what have I mean? to watch all of it. <laughs> uh, but that's the thing is, I don't feel like any company should be basing their, uh, I guess, content output on what anybody else is doing. Because, mm-hmm. honestly, if you have the content to output, output the shit. Because right. you probably have fans that want to see it. Um, as far as... Uh, you know, when I hear anything that says, like, oh, there's too much, you know, y'all should slow down or they should slow down. No. If you've got content to output, you output it and let people decide if they want it or not. And that's, that's how, it. Yeah. That's what I would do. Way better to have it available. I tell everybody that I don't understand when any promotion doesn't put their shows up. Like, what do you just have this footage for? Like, what are you talking about, dude? Put every match up, put it out. Get If you're not on independent wrestling or high spots or some put that shit on youtube bro what are y'all doing it's a show we want to see it don't just have the show like if you recorded it and you can put it out put it out if you didn't record it and we can't see it, that's fine but like if you have the footage bro put it out not just for you to watch at your home and be like look at what i did this one time i don't know what these promoters <laughs> be doing <man>. it's crazy <laughs> uh, but hey this is grapsity we're here it's a saturday Let's see some super chats. Let's see some humper chats. You guys help keep the show going, and in doing so, you also help. Uh, you you also help the content flow. That's the thing is the super chats really do um, just help everything here. The we super got, chats mean so much. The humper chats they mean a lot. You guys really way yeah. more than you even would know. So yeah. shout out to y'all. Ryan Sullivan says, "Righteous Reg, the best in the game for raps and rants." Thank you. Appreciate that. See, that's what I'm talking about. Right there. <laughs> Some nice uh, words from nice people. Matt says, good morning, Will, Phil, and Reg. Uh, the man preventing me from being in Dallas. Uh, but Hater, Matt, big hater, man. Big but, hater. Your boss super, is a big hater. <laughs> but super card of honor, going to be nuts. Hope Deanna versus Britt happens. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen with all Super that. card of honor is insane already. And yeah. Tony Khan did his... I got a surprise, classic Tony Khan. <laughs> you want to wait around for the surprise? That super card of honor. I love it, man. Let's go. It's pro wrestling, man. Keep uh, doing it forever. Yeah. Somebody in the chat asked, said, and it took me a second to realize what was being referenced, but said, "I hope all those belts in the background of Will's room are clean and untainted." And Ooh, I. <laughs> that doesn't yeah, seem like listen. a Will Washington thing to me to be trying to listen with the man. belt on. I don't know. It might be. I don't know. I could be learning a secret today. Nah, no, my man. wife would not be happy with that. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't things, think so. These things yeah. are heavy. Like, it's not like this is... <laughs> right. Come on, like, man. you have to have a woman... Like, it works for two wrestlers because they both want belts. But if, like, somebody not in the wrestling thing, they're going to be like, what the <laughs> fuck are you doing with that giant belt on, bro? Take that off. <laughs> nah, man. That's a, that's a wholesome household, man. What are you doing? Exactly. Man? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Will walks in with the fucking world heavyweight championship on. She's going to be like, bro, get out of here with that. What are man. you doing? Fam, if I ever heard that, they walked in like uh, like Spud with like the Bruh. bro. Yo, come on, bro. <laughs> no, no, she's out. She ain't yeah, gonna be nope. up for this. No, nope. Yeah, nah. nah. The, these belts are are pristine. 
and uh, although I don't know, I've had this one a really long time. The 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 Attitude Era belt. That's an original Attitude Era belt. I He's got saying that. the younger him, he don't know. Look, I got that when I was uh, fourteen. So. Oh, okay. So when you was out there, you might have had it on. You know, yeah, nineteen so, year old Will Washington so, might have strapped up with it. This belt is. This has probably stories. If this thing could talk, it probably remembers everything and is like, "Hey, don't don't tell that story." But, now you know um, what? Like the only time I would have a belt in the bedroom is like when I'm done. Like she puts the belt on me. Like you know how like they put the belt on. I'll gain a white up coming and put the belt on at the end. I wanted to put the belt on me after I lay it down. I'm just like, yeah. Motherfucking champion, baby. (laughs) (laughs) When I celebrate naked with my championship on. Yeah. Okay, I'm with it. No, I see it. I I know what Sammy Guevara was doing now. (laughs) You see see the vision now? I see the vision, bro. It came pretty quickly. It came quickly. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, hopefully that's the only thing that came quickly. All right. Oh, uh, okay. There it is. We got Will's cousin trucked by Reg's boy last night. Come on, man. They're tearing Grapsity apart. Powerhouse, my brother, the big homie. What's going on here? We're supposed to be a big team. I thought we were all a gang out here, man. I don't know. What's going on? Oh, speaking of which, though, you've got uh, a story coming up in... um in the latest Pro Wrestling Illustrated. The newest PWI, yes. When uh, a couple weeks ago, when Grapsity had the man Swerve Strickland on, uh, after it was over, I got him for another interview for my magazine, PWI. Yeah, big Swerve interview and article in the next PWI. So great. I got to, to I said, look, look, only thing I really want to do is like get Montezzi's name in this magazine. So talk about Montezzi. Hey. Got to get Montezzi to talk about in this magazine. I got to talk about Swerve's music and how many amazing things he did before coming into uh, AEW. Because as I see online, a lot of people have never seen Swerve really wrestle. That's what I was at. My first question and thing was like, people, when their favorite independent wrestler goes to WWE, sometimes people don't go with them. So when they're over there, they, oh, you were there for three years? Well, I didn't see you for three years. I don't know. Or they've only been watching for so long and they don't watch WWE. So if you were over there for three years, they've never seen you wrestle. They don't know anything about you. I, so. I know there's a big number of AEW fans uh, that I've talked to who didn't know Swerve at all. Exactly. Uh, just based on the fact that uh, they missed his indie stuff. And then right. on top of that, if they were likely attached to AEW, they weren't watching NXT. On Definitely days. were not so, watching NXT. So, so then, then it was like... They just missed his entire run. So I have talked to people who have said, like, oh, this is my first time seeing him. Right. This is my first exposure to him. I'm liking what he's about. I like his mm-hmm. style. Like, so it, it's it's kind of cool to see that. Um, hey, Rob Reed says, shout out to Mikey Ruckus. Loved his interaction mm. with Reg. Uh, the, the DM that he sent was even better. So shout out to Mikey Ruckus because shit was dope. Yeah, and uh, speaking of which, uh, by the time we come up next, uh, April 1st is the uh, digital release of the Who yes, We Are album. Go, baby. Hell uh, yeah, man. I've been waiting for this shit. A lot of people have been yeah. waiting for this yeah, shit. Yeah, they're waiting for the digital <laughs> release. So the album will be up on streaming services and streaming platforms. Ooh. All of them starting April 1st. So Please uh, make videos dancing and doing things to the songs because that's fucking dope. It's going to be so cool hearing our music, the things that we've done. We'll put a little 
extra umph on his to send I'm, out to make sure y'all hear it. Say, you know what I mean? Boy, your boys may have pulled a Kanye in that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that uh, Look uh, at this guy. It's after, already mixed and mastered. He's submitting again. I know. After the physical. <laughs> so those of you who own the physical release may have a slightly different version of the Powerhouse Hobbs song mm-hmm. uh, because... I made a tweak to it after the fact, and uh, I was given permission. See, that's what—that's the exact reason why when I put something out, I don't listen to it for like a while. So I, because I know I'm gonna be like, I should have did this. I'm gonna go back. You can't go back. You just get if it's out, it's out. There you go. Hey, physical copy. Physical <laughs> Let's copy go, game. baby. Let's go. Yep, you've got a rare version now. No, because honestly, are. the way it had happened, I'll even tell the story of what had happened. Was uh, I had to make a version of the Powerhouse Hobbs song for the AEW concert um, in Orlando. And so as I'm making that, I start modifying the beat a little bit. And I'm like, oh, I kind of like the way this sounds. And it was in my head pretty much after that. I'm like, hmm, I like this version. And it's a shame that I'll never get that on the album. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, (laughs) shot in the dark. Let me just ask if before the digital release comes out, if I can use this version of the beat. The changes are so slight that it probably was something only I would notice anyway. Yeah, but uh, that's I, usually how it works. Mm-hmm. But I, uh, I was given permission to do so, and so I was like, all right, well then, this is officially going to be the, like, literal in the most literal definition of the word, a remix of the song, right. uh, because I literally remixed it. And uh, it's yeah, just... if you, if the the version at the show was different, I couldn't hear shit, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How do you uh, know you want to beat that? You just I it, I was, was just, just going for it. Yeah, it was no, all they, vibes. They, they, it was the way they vibes. told us was like you have to feel it in the floor. It's all vibes. What That's we what told. they said. They said yeah. the vibes are in the floor, and I'm like, I I, they, I leaned they, over to Montezzi. I said, what? What? <laughs> They, got, because, they, had you, they had you out there performing like Daredevil? What's going I'm on? Saying, bro. <laughs> the feel, okay, the feeling's a little bit over here. Let me stand right here. That's exactly what yeah, I was doing. Like, I stayed on, in the same place for most of the most of the performance. Yeah, because there were like speakers on the stage that we could hear, and they were on the floor, and so you had to kind of be in the right position to hear them, and then once you were in that right position, you just kind of had to know the rhythm, because if you're moving throughout the stage, you mm-hmm. lose it, and yep. so you just kind of... And I like to be all over the stage, so I, yeah. it's like, whew, that yeah. was so it was that was a task. It was, <laughs> it was fascinating, yep. Uh, but yeah, shout out Mikey Ruckus uh, and um, always shout out Mikey Ruckus. Uh, Definitely, Dante says shout out to Wham uh, fumbling the bag between uh, Trisha Dora and uh, O'Shea Edwards posts. Um, I don't know what the hell that was. I don't know what they're doing. Uh, but actually, I do know what they're doing. This is pro wrestling, and it's not a surprise that people are like this in yeah, the pro wrestling so. business. This is pretty normal. Um, I mean, it was just more so a, you know, what a maneuvers. Um, and I like what a maneuver. Don't get me mm-hmm. wrong. Uh, but I know a lot that of people, a lot of our friends have merchandise up there. Yeah. So. Um, I recognize that What a Maneuver really gained most of their notoriety over the last year or so, really uh, knocking pro wrestling tees. Irony, man. And so, uh, you know, it's one of those things where you kind of expect that to happen, but you don't. But you don't want it to. Where it's like, you know, if you have made a name for yourself uh, off of knocking somebody else then you should probably make sure that your room is clean too. 
Don't throw uh, stones because... at a glass house. All, <laughs> yeah, the, no. all the sayings. Don't yeah. don't do the sayings if you're gonna do the same thing that you're talking about, dude. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, Why? It's so <laughs> that's uh, you kind of hope that doesn't happen, but that's. That's why I, I I know that this is one of those like wholesome will takes, but like I try to uh, I, I I try to highly recommend not trying to make a name for yourself off of burying other people because uh, it just doesn't point, work in the end. That shit's good. because the thing is mm-hmm. people are gonna use that back around on you. Exactly. Uh, oh yeah, gonna... people people will wait with receipts. They always yeah. come with receipts. Yeah. So. Uh, and, and, and let me tell you, if I don't know anything else about Twitter, Twitter <laughs> waits for everyone to fuck up. That oh, is, my God. They can't they, wait. They, they can't they, wait. They wait for any and everyone to fuck up. The second you fuck up, they're on your ass yes. immediately. Absolutely. And there's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. Twitter will wait for you to fuck up, and they will wait for you to do the exact thing that you were saying. I got this tweet. Remember you said this four years ago? <laughs> Motherfucker, this you? I got your ass. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, this that, you? My God, this you is, mm. is the thing. That's, that's a very Twitter thing, and uh, I'm just saying. I mean, a lot of these motherfuckers deserve it, but some of these motherfuckers don't deserve it. So. Yeah, I, I need some people to relax on this issue. I feel yeah. like some people be trying to go overboard to look up old tweets like let's mm. let's everybody calm down <laughs> yeah relax yeah. uh censored me not uh podcast says the only wrestling i watch in full is nwa stuff you are you are trolling no you're trolling <laughs> you're not a trooper you're trolling what are you doing with your life watch something else don't watch that shit wow the main event is nick aldis and fucking a mechanic i don't want to see that mechanic? they got mechanics he's not, working out he's there not, he's not champion anymore it's cardona what do you mean oh god Come no on, shout man. out to matt cardona i do like that matt cardona I, I i did laugh pretty hard at cardona turning around in the robe and i was like wait bobby roots and nwa <laughs> <laughs> i was like i was like wait oh, oh it's cardona rude bobby yeah. rude um, i don't know i mean it's not look I feel like, again... They have some things. I'm not going to di- totally discredit. I watched a little bit of the Crockett Cup. I like that Allison Kay and Marty Bell are the women's tag champs. They're great. I think they should be other places, too. I didn't like that Darius Lockhart lost, but I did like that Homicide won. Austin Aries sucks. Um, yeah, when I saw Austin Aries front and center on the poster, I'm like, what are we doing here? Uh, but, but I'll say this. Again, back to the thing from the beginning. There's wrestling for everybody out there. Yes. And uh, if NWA is your You thing, can keep that, controlling your narratives if you want, guys. That, that, what's fascinating, though, is that um, NWA is the least attainable show. And so that, to me, is... When they went on to a pay thing, I'm like, what are you thinking? Yeah. You can't barely well, get people to watch this for free. How are you going to get them to pay to fucking watch this show? Well, man? so I had... Uh, you know, back when NWA had first uh, relaunched and they were doing the YouTube show, uh, when they were doing Power on YouTube. Um, I, like, I liked I like mm-hmm. Power. But I did recognize something because, you know, the, one of the things, uh, a term that people have liked to use for years, uh, it's not just Tony Khan, people have liked to use it a lot, is, is money mark. Mm-hmm. And one of the <laughs> things that I said about a money mark is that there has to be kind of no return on an investment for mm-hmm. there to be like a true money mark. And, uh, and that's why I was like, you know, AEW at least has its ways of making money. It's got a TV deal. They have advertising. Like, at some point, it is just a sustainable wrestling business. Mm-hmm. But I kept asking myself, where is NWA's money coming from uh, in the, the YouTube series? Like, they, uh, as far as power on YouTube was concerned, that show had nothing. It was literally just 
a money pit. It was, mm -hmm. we're just doing this just to put it on. There is nothing coming back in return to pay for this show happening. And so when they went to the pay model, I got it a little bit because I'm like, okay, this show, can make money. Yeah. this show has to make money somehow. But at the same time, you also haven't really established enough of a base and you were gone a long time. Mm -hmm. So like even the base you had established, like probably dropped off a lot. I thought that was not exactly a brilliant way to jump back into doing shows and putting it behind a paywall without like giving people enough of a taste of what you're about to get people to stick around and pay for it. Uh, yeah, and... I, I, I feel like because that first year or so of power was good because um, mm -hmm. I mean, man, that's that's essentially what got um thunder rosa on that's what got people interested ricky in starks rosa. ricky starks uh, yeah. ricky yep. um they were doing a lot of good stuff in that first year but then that cornet thing happened and then the COVID happened and they had to shut down and i felt like that hurt them more than anything and then and having to come back uh was also showing the door uh because he got yeah me he got me too while uh while they were off and so the entire creative vision behind that. Oh, yeah, gone. that's huge. That's huge. Yep, yeah, you're correct. And, and funny enough, I do subscribe to Fight to watch NWA Power because that's the only way you watch it. Um, but, mm. yeah. That's unfortunate. Philip Lindsay is a true <laughs> wrestling fan, by the way. And uh, that the the wrestling you can, I mean, you, you spend mm. to consume. And, like, that's the thing is you will consume what you want to see and sometimes what you don't. And that's a... Hey man, I just I just believe you know if 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 there are certain people that I want to support that work for certain companies, I'm gonna pay to to support it. Um, That's what's up. And so yeah, I mean I do that with independent wrestling. So yeah. yeah, so I mean I yeah if if I really sat down and talked about every streaming platform I have for wrestling, it's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brent Lockman says so much good wrestling coming in the next few weeks. What are you looking forward to the most? Hope you gentlemen had an awesome week. Briscoes and FTR is going to go crazy. They've been setting this match up for fucking ever. <laughs> um, yeah, I, uh, I'm i very much looking forward to For the Culture. For the Culture is um, going to be insane. Yeah, I, And we're going to be talking about this. It's actually one of the topics, but we, we're going to mm -hmm. do it formally. We'll get um, into it. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to Super Card of Honor. Uh, and, and yeah, it's not just the stuff coming this next week, just the next few weeks are still there's so really much. Good. Yeah. Yeah. There's, yeah. There's a lot happening in pro wrestling. It's a great, it's a great time to be a Jonah and Ishii's going to wrestle an impact. Ooh. That's going to be crazy. Yeah. So much good. So much great shit. Numb locks says, uh, love how much wrestling is available now, especially with indie wrestling. So accessible via streaming now, much easier to get into than back in the day. That oh. is a true true statement as someone who would take uh 24 hours to download a three minute clip of anything wrestling related in the world in 1999 yes it's beautiful here i'll tell you oh, that yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> no nah, i mean and even in the early 2000s you know i would set those kazaa downloads to go yep. and, then, and then go wow out. Go to bed, come back the next morning, and I'm like, yeah, twenty percent. Yes, twenty percent. Yes, <laughs> there's somebody, there's somebody like Jay Shell sitting in front of their computer right now, like, what's Kazai? What's Kazai? Yeah, classic <laughs> Jay Shell. She would, but yeah, yeah. You put it twenty percent. You go to school. You're like, damn. I hope when I get out of school, that shit's finished. You get oh, and, back and home. Then, nope, still. Do you 60%. remember like watching him while it was at that twenty percent, and then like. Uh, but it it never just like downloaded straight through. It would like download in chunks. Yeah. So mm -hmm. you'd be like, all right, you hit play and it, you watch like the first thirty seconds and it jumps to like the, the mm -hmm. middle 
10 minutes and then you Man. got like the last we like, are spoiled five. okay we can yeah, watch very much spoiled. crazy shit i can watch now, a whole series worth of superstars wwf superstars from 1991 on youtube for some reason you know what i mean like yeah. everything is out there it's crazy we're uh, lucky re- uh reggie says oh what's up reggie? reggie uh but mm. he says brothers talking graps on a saturday morning god is good reggie's uh, we out here yeah in the building what's up what's up what's up Deontay says, my dudes, good to see y'all as always. My buddy asked me to watch Raw, and I'm too nice, so I did it. Uh, so I watched Stardom for six hours. Palette clean. <laughs> You're a good friend. So shout out to De- Deontay, by the way. Uh, consistent super chatter. Um, yes. Yeah, somebody asked me to go to Raw with them over the weekend. Uh, shout out Chicago. To, shout out to my buddy DS at Ring the Bell. He uh, asked me if I wanted to go, and I was like, hmm. Mm, nah, <laughs> sorry, um, but yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna see him over the week over the weekend. He's gonna be in Dallas, so you know, hopefully we'll link then. But are you going I, to the big show, Phil? You haven't said anything out loud. I uh, well. yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I might get a last minute. I'm trying to wait to see what is booked for that for that second night because the second night kind of looks better than the first night. So I was like, uh, I might. He's definitely, going. Yeah, he's definitely going. I haven't bought a ticket, so I'm definitely going. going. Yeah. Yo, hook your so. boy, fill up with a ticket, man. We are Grapsity. We are in every. They want us everywhere. We are hot commodities. If he wanted one, he could have one like that, and you definitely. know you could definitely um, fill up. Why? What, what is this? Get you a ticket, brother. You know. You know. It's like how uh, Will and his buddy TK, you know. Nah, I don't, I don't have it. nobody like two TK at, at, at WWE. None of, none of us do, Phil. None of us I do. I don't have nobody like that at, at WWE. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't let Reg lie to you. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, because we would be scamming shit all the time if he did. No, come on. Yeah. <laughs> Rob said, I've been a fan of Swerve since he was Killshot in Lucha Underground. I talked about, yeah, uh, finishing what I was saying earlier about Swerve. I try to bring all that to the magazine and be like, oh, he did this. And then in the UK, he was the man. And then over here, he was the man. That's what the magazine article is pretty much about. Just reintroducing this incredible talent who, like I said last night, needs to be AEW world champion fucking now. I don't care about TNT championships. You guys, uh, FTW championships, stop being fucking dumb. AEW world champion (laughs) Swerve. Why did he lose his second match? Why are you dumb? That's the real question. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> Orion <laughs> says, any truth to the rumor Reg is trying to get seats next to Jade's baddie section? <laughs> Phil. Uh, I'm saying. Kyrie on stardom. And for Will, uh, once I saw the Starks banner, I knew Lee was tossing someone through it. Yeah, I think <laughs> we all yeah, kind of saw that. Yeah, I think we all kind of know. Yeah. What the uh, baddie section? I definitely want to be in the baddie section, please. Oh my god, just put me like right next to. It. I hope the media. It's like media section, baddie section, and I'm across over. And life is gonna be good, man. Thank you to Jade Cargill for not only being a beautiful, amazing, talented champion, but also on top of that, introducing us to this beautiful concept of the baddie baddie section. She just can't do any wrong ever. I, what honestly, a, what a, what a I, I that got Will at a loss for words. He can't even put it together. The <laughs> no, baddie section is so bad. <laughs> I mean, I, I thought that was a really cool thing that Jay did. and uh, Coming off of her of, little whatever drama or whatever. Yeah, and then she, was, no, she, she yeah. absolutely turned the day around. Yeah. Uh, brought out all of... Uh, just brought out so many female wrestling fans that people didn't even know were out there and probably have their DMs lit up right now. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> with terrible introductions. Yeah. <laughs> hey, You're not going to get it, boy. Hey, what's your sign? Like, you know, um... <laughs> no more like name your five favorite fucking Bret Hart matches from 1993. <laughs> oh, my God. Fucking dorks. I hate him. <laughs> Y'all make y'all are just fucking the game uh, all up. Yeah. Oh god. DMs yeah. be closed because of y'all. I, yeah. yeah, I I can't wait for uh for Jade to start doing the Instagrams like like Meg Thee Stallion where she mm. is like pouring tequila into fatty wrestling fans' mouths. Yeah. I feel like it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for that either. That sounds amazing. <laughs> uh, Damn, Deontay. we got we turned the NXT 2.0 horny over here for a second. It sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> Deontay said, and see that pic of Reg, Will, and Swerve was black amazement, and Wardlow in the corner creeping by accident. <laughs> PSA and JF ain't shit. Y'all yeah, we did like, kind of put Wardlow on blast a little bit. He's like, I, know, I wasn't right? not trying to be in this picture. <laughs> I, I, well, yeah, and, um, and, and uh, I guess for the people know her as Jesse Kamea, shout out to Jesse for, uh, yeah. for the picture. Um, but yeah, that was... Uh, that was a cool time. Yeah, that picture. That was such a fun night. That was a fun night. Uh, Jobbermania says, uh, putting this into the universe now, the Swerve versus Starks rematch for the world title will be five times better than that fire main event. Love the pod, boys. Yep. Uh, yeah, we'll be talking about that here soon. Uh, but there's an important thing to talk about. Uh, and that is our number five topic. That's not to say that it's number five in importance, but mm-hmm. more so number five just in the sense of get this out of the way now. Um, because it's it, it's kind of going out on a bit of a sad note. But Triple H is officially retiring from pro wrestling uh, due uh, in-ring competition, specifically in-ring performing, uh, due to his medical condition. Um, we knew about his uh, medical condition last year, um, but not a whole lot about uh, what the long-term, um, I guess, uh the long-term effects what that would be and so shout out to triple h i'm fucking thirsty right now so (laughs) (laughs) shout out to the game man he fucking did it bro like not only did he fucking do it on top of his career the most important thing he did was bring fucking pwg and roh to tv every wednesdays <laughs> thank you for blessing us with so many takeovers i was thinking about how funny it was when he used to start every takeover and he would stand in the ring and be like i did this and the thing is um at least that portion of what Triple H did for the business is still doable, although NXT yeah. 2.0 is is going to make that a little bit difficult. But um, but as far as in-ring is concerned, it is interesting to me that his in-ring career is over the way it is, mm-hmm. mainly because like um, when you think about Ric Flair's retirement, when you think about Shawn Michaels' retirement, and Hunter played a big part in those. You know, they, those guys got really big send-offs, really yep. big final matches, and you know, it was like the the thought I think in all of our heads when those happened was, well, Hunter's gonna wrestle another forty fucking years. Yes, so, definitely, you know, he, definitely. So his send off is a long, long way off. And mm-hmm. the fact that like it never got to happen, like his last TV match was a Saudi Arabia match against Randy Orton, a guy he's faced a million times. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm sure he would have Triple H would have liked to put someone over on his way yeah. out. Just and, and, I mean, no, he, you know, Triple H. Right. And like he did put Orton over in that. Match, yeah, but, but yeah, like, he's but, already over. Yeah, and he, and he, <laughs> faced, like, he faced Orton a thousand times. Um, 
But yeah, I guess it's just it is all really interesting. Like thinking about the the in ring career of Hunter, and I had tweeted this, but uh, talking about how Hunter, it's weird to think about when you watch some like old Attitude Era stuff and like early Attitude Era, because when you think about the top villains of the Attitude Era, to me the top villain of the Attitude Era is Hunter. Bar and none, I, far and, and away. I, and I say that yeah. because like. He was really the only top heel of the Attitude Era who wasn't uh, kind of a McMahon stooge of the month. Um, mm-hmm. Because, like, as much as, like, Taker was the top guy, like, the fact was he was, for a while, doing Vince's bidding. McFoley yep. was doing Vince's bidding. Rock, as a top heel, was doing Vince's bidding. But Hunter, even when he was tied to Vince, had Vince behind him. Mm-hmm. And that was, like, you know, when he was the top heel, he never really came off like... Just a McMahon stooge of the And moment. then to get really hot as Hill, he turned on Vince McMahon. So like, yeah. that's what got him to <laughs> to be where he was. You know? and, and, and the thing I find interesting about that, though, is like when you watch the early Attitude Era stuff, you know, the knocks at Hunter were where they would call him mid-card for life. You know, there was a Pro Wrestling <laughs> Illustrated article where they talked about Whoa, hey, whoa. No, I'm just kidding. I, I didn't work for them back then. I'm young. I just but started. But the thing is, it, it wasn't even like a wrong assessment, right? That they talked about Hunter as essentially being like a good hand. And I feel like that got to him. Like, Hunter mm-hmm. isn't admitted. You know, for people who talk about, oh, you know, the Wrestling Observer, all that stuff, that's just for uh, marks on the internet. And it's like, Lies. no, Hunter admittedly read yep. all that stuff. Like, yep. Hunter was an admitted Dave Meltzer reader. Mm-hmm. And like... Uh, would read the Observer and like take things that were said in the Observer. To and heart. Dave was it not letting you know? Dave was letting them have it all the yeah. time. <laughs> and, and Hunter read all that stuff, and like the fact that so many people who were prominent in wrestling media had dubbed Hunter uh, a good hand, a solid mm-hmm. hand, but he'll never be a main eventer. He doesn't have it, but you know he's he's good. You know this mm-hmm. is a good guy to have. You know, hold your Intercontinental Championship, hold your European Championship. You know, but. He's not a guy you can market anything around. Um, you know, he's got DX, but like DX as a whole is 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 uh, a star worthy thing. But as far as Hunter himself is concerned, and eh, whatever, he's gonna be the background guy to Shawn Michaels, or he's a mm-hmm. he's a mid card. And he like saw that as a challenge, right? In 1999, uh, when you look at Hunter at the start of '99, when he's wearing the the, the black and red tights that have just the generic. HHH on them, <laughs> and he's got the the long blonde hair with the pulled up uh, ponytail in the knot, and no facial hair, like no real definition or anything. And nobody would have looked at the top beginning of '99 and said, by the end of the year, that guy's going to be the top draw. And uh, and then he spent that year reinventing himself. He, mm-hmm. you know, first thing he did was he cut his hair shorter, started putting water in it. Uh, he grew a beard. You know, started snarling and like, uh, and <laughs> and like it was like he, he completely presented the way he put it was uh, his exact words. I remember in an interview he did in 1999 when we talked about his new look. He was like, "I really just wanted to look like a piece of crap." And, mm-hmm. uh, and nice Triple H impression too. I liked it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've I've been working on that one for years. Uh, <laughs> I, have, I have two really good Triple H impersonations. I've got I've got Hunter cutting a promo. I got I guess I have three. Hunter cutting a promo. Hunter doing an interview and Hunter doing a um, <laughs> NXT media call are pretty much my Yo, my go to three impersonations. The, the, the spicy NXT uh, media call. Yeah. Or yeah just, uh, what did he say? He said, you know, why, "Why don't you just uh, enjoy the shows? Uh, why, why do you gotta?" <laughs> you know, why, why yes. do you gotta be prepared? 
Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so you know, he, I don't know. You tell me, you tell me, Dave. You, you <laughs> yeah, you tell me, Dave. You know what? What mm. is it, Dave? You wanna you wanna watch AEW or somebody is making a very inter- interesting <laughs> point in the chat. He did steal a lot of his shtick from Shane Douglas in ECW. Like yes, a lot he did. It. Like a lot, a lot of it. <laughs> <laughs> but but you know he came. Th- but regardless, he saw what he was and knew that that wasn't what he wanted to be, and mm-hmm. he made all of the changes necessary to become that and. Um, you know, I guess solid props to um, WWE for sticking by him because I also recognize that, uh, look, I have a, <laughs> I've been wanting to make this brand for a while, but I have a big problem with the idea when people say that uh, somebody fails in, in pro wrestling, it, it's on them uh, for not mm-hmm. getting over, blah, blah, blah. Look, worst. if WWE, regardless of how over somebody is, wants you to be there, they will get you there. And mm-hmm. my favorite example of that is a guy named JBL, who mm-hmm. <laughs> who um, was one of those guys. Like, that guy came in, what, 96? He was Justin Hawk Bradshaw. And mm-hmm. then 98, he was just uh, Bradshaw again. And then they put him with... Um, and, and he had so many repackages. So many times they attempted to get him over as a singles guy, and it never happened in 98. It didn't happen. Mm-hmm. They tried it in 02. Remember when he had that custom hardcore belt with the, yeah. the horns on it? Nope. Um, nobody cares. Yeah, nobody cared. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then they, they put him back with the APA and all that. And then you know what they eventually just did? They said, eh, fuck it. We don't care if he's over or not. He's just going to be world champion. And they yep. just made him WWE champion mm-hmm. without any... Uh, without having done any of the things that make somebody successful in pro wrestling, they just fucking did it. And they they uh, gave him the gender treatment. (laughs) Right. Mm -hmm. So like, I don't ever want to hear it when I hear like, Oh, you know, they didn't get over blah, 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 blah. If they want somebody to have it, they'll just fucking do it. They will push who they want. Um, Uh, Roman Reigns. We're just talking to everybody talking about Roman and they forced him upon us. That's why I saw a lot of, there's a lot of talk on the internet Nobody really thinks Roman Reigns sucks. Nobody thought it at the time. Wrestling fans, uh, they they do this thing is if you force someone down their throat, they're going to hate them, no matter who it is. It doesn't matter. It could be the best number one wrestler in the world. If you force them upon us, they're going to say they suck, even if they don't suck. That's what wrestling fans do. <laughs> but, but, but My point about Hunter, though, was that, to, to bring it all back around to Hunter, yeah. is that... Um, you know, he at least had the company willing to stick by him, mm-hmm. and that it was like he was very clearly. I mean, a, you have not mentioned that he's married to the fucking well, well, boss's well, daughter, Will Washington. Hold on. But, before, but see, I know a lot of people that, like though. to use that. Is that he won his title with China by his side? Uh, his first two championship reigns were with China, uh, and so but he didn't get hot until he started boning Stephanie. <laughs> nah, he was, the, nah, nah, he, was the, he, he was hot as a part of DX man. Yeah, that's so, that second not run hot, with hot. Nah, no, man. No, no, no. I, I he didn't get hot until he started hitting Listen. Stephanie. Let's so, keep hold, it. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, so, wait, wait. So, because the one thing I will say, and that's what I mean by the company. And this is coming from a that. Triple H fan. In 1999, there wasn't a better wrestler yeah. in the world than Triple H to like, me. When I say um, the company's sticking by him, I specifically mean that, like, because I know it, it's, it is easy to say that it was just like, hey, you know, he started bonus Stephanie, he became a star. Mm-hmm. But, like, the one person who I think he had, and this is just my speculation on this, he had well before he had Stephanie was Vince. I think he's always had Vince. 
Um, and Vince was always just like, well, that. Vince was trying to give it to him in 97. Well, yeah, 90, think, no, he was trying to give it to him in 96, but the curtain call shit, they I, forced him, forced his I hand. I think Vince always kind of saw Hunter as like the son he always wanted. So I mean, look was, where so, he built him from. Like he, he yeah. was trying to say, I think like if he always says that <laughs> million dollar man is if he was a pro wrestler, but really triple H is if he was a pro wrestler, you know what I mean? Like he wants that, like. You know what I mean? It's weird. It's weird that he built him from the place that he hates, but really, like that's his guy. That's yeah, I think that's that, why he did it. You know what I mean? But right, I think that that was always before it was Stephanie. It was like that was the son he always wanted, and when it was like, oh, you're marrying Stephanie, welcome to the family. Like it was one of those things. Of I've like, been hey, waiting for you, son. Yeah, I've been yeah. <laughs> like he was always his guy. Like you know, Hunter likes to take credit for um, the the Montreal screw job, and that mm-hmm. you know he had Vince's ear on <laughs> he that. Does. Yeah, that's a wild he, thing to take credit for. I know, wait, was, wait! I've never heard that. He takes credit for that. Yeah, yeah. he does. You know, the, mm-hmm. uh, he's he. The first time he admitted, I think, was like oh three oh four when he was like he was the one that went to Vince mm-hmm. and said like screw him, do what we got to yep. do. Yeah, uh, when Vince was like on the fence. Yeah, he's like, pretty much saying he orchestrated the the like let's that, screw that's this fool. That's let's why Brett hates him so much. Yeah, yeah that's why Brett Hart's like fuck that fool. Yeah, no, Sean, you know, Brett. And that's like, why Brett's wife at on my uh, wrestle with shadows is like, you're a motherfucker piece of shit yelling at fucking Triple H. And he's just like, because she fucking knew for some reason. I don't know. She knew that this fool did it. Yeah. And she um, called him out. And, you know, and, and Hunter's joked about that, too, because like, you know, uh, that time, I think it was. What paper was that? Um, uh, God damn it. Uh, breaking point. Breaking point. Um, uh, 2009. Mm. Uh I don't and know they, how you the, pulled that from. That I don't know show, where you pulled that from, and I don't know how you pulled that, but because that show was in Montreal, and um, and DX is uh, they're getting booed, and Hunter was like, "Yeah, about that screw job thing, it was all Sean," and like, <laughs> and, and like that was him kind of joking that it was that like he had already admitted that he had Vince's ear on that. So like, mm-hmm. but that's ninety seven, right? So he Pol- had politics as usual, man. So man, he, he had wow. He was close with Vince from. 97 like the fact that he was able to to have that discussion with Vince McMahon at that point of uh and, and now you know I think Jim Cornette recently admitted on um on Dark Side of the Ring same deal that he was like yeah I had I had some say in that as well mm-hmm. and I also Yeah no everybody's things changed like, everybody's <laughs> like yeah we ran on it I don't know I'm yeah. sorry sorry about heart <laughs> Wow <laughs> I know honestly like now that it's trickling down it kind of feels like Sean was the one who was just like I'll do what we got to do. Yeah, no, seriously. It doesn't feel like it feels like everybody else was like, we have to do this. And Shawn Michaels was just like, all right, I guess I'll be out there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, And that's why Brett is like straight up like, hey, fuck Triple H. You know, that's (laughs) that's the one he feels the strongest about. Like, that's the guy who lied straight to my face. Like, I had nothing to do with it. Mm -hmm. And now is admitting that not only did he have something to do with it, but he like helped orchestrate the idea and get Vince on board with it. Woo, uh, Triple H, he yeah. did like like so, has been said, he's done a lot of good, but he's, he's also d- yeah. done a lot of bad. So, there, but buddy. like I said, Vince has stuck around by Hunter for a long time because, like, remember the first iteration of the game was uh, a lot of people forget that the original incarnation of the game was to make him the evil counterpart to Stone Cold Steve Austin. Mm-hmm. And the idea that they were selling him on was that uh, he is everything Stone Cold has ever claimed to be, but except he's doing it to Stone Cold now. And, mm-hmm. you know, they would have interviews with Austin and they're like, but but Austin, he's only doing stuff that you do just to you. 
uh, and <laughs> and like that was that was like the original uh, incarnation of the game. It was supposed to be that Hunter is now the badass um, who who kicks the shit out of people and is merciless, but he's now doing it to Austin. Austin, the guy who has made a name off of doing this to everybody else, and uh, and like that was a decent idea, mm-hmm. but it didn't really hit till like. Uh, as Phil mentioned, it was really that reuniting of DX, that that other run that they had done when they, mm. they it was like three months before Stephanie. They reunited yeah. DX, and it was like, you know what? We're trying to do the serious Hunter thing, but like he still kind of needs a little bit of his comedic element still to like tie mm-hmm. into that. So give him a little bit of DX back, and then it was like, oh, you also took this thing we all loved of Degeneration X, and you turned all of it heel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, it made us hate the entire fucking group. X-Pac never recovered from that, by the way. Uh, everybody yeah, else was able to get another babyface run after that. Not X-Pac. Mm-hmm. Uh, X-Pac heat was real, buddy. X-Pac so heat, fucking that's real. That's where X-Pac heat came from. Yeah. Like, you were able... You turned the whole group in 1999, and Billy Gunn eventually became babyface again. Road Dog was pretty much babyface a year later. Hunter had multiple babyface runs after that. But you could not turn X-Pac again after mm-hmm. that. Not he even, was dealing with even, the X Factor, people, baby. People were so mad that I got everything in the eye. Yeah, that man low blowed Kane, and people were like, "Nah, we are done with. We're you. done forever. We, we are not no coming back. <laughs> not no until about back. a month ago at GCW did yep. they forgive him. I know, right? They're like, you nah. stole Tory from Kane. We are not having a conversation about X Pac again. Uh, they want X-Pac out of here but yeah to your point like when I started watching like for real like consistently that's all I knew was Heal DX I didn't mm-hmm. know like the Sean and and the Sean and uh, Triple H iteration until later um, mm-hmm. and I hated them I, I hated <laughs> Triple H for a long time I mm-hmm. hated them he was he was like Kobe for me for a long time and it, you knew that Kobe was good but he beat all of your faves, so you hated him. <laughs> and right. so it was like, I, I hated Triple H in ring for a long time. He'd come out and cut those super long promos. He yeah. would beat everybody that I thought he should have lost to. I yeah. couldn't stand it. And, <laughs> but, no, he was good. And that, was, that was the thing that irritated me even more about him. It's like, this dude is really good, and he just beats everybody. I hate it. Like, every time he beat Rock, I was like, no, no. Because mm-hmm. I was a big Rock guy. So mm-hmm. I was like, God, this guy is always beating Rock. And if it's not him, Austin's always beating him. Right. And at least you could justify Austin because Austin's the guy. Austin's the biggest star of that era. Right. But mm-hmm. Triple H, like, no, I don't want thinking man, <laughs> sledgehammer guy beating him. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> it is interesting, though, that, um, like, how much he turned that around, right? Because by right. 01, um, statistically, Hunter was the biggest draw in the company. That, he was. Uh, he was over Austin, over Rock. Hunter was the biggest draw in WWF in in 2001. And what it was was the thing Phil was just saying. People hated him, but Mm -hmm. they hated him so much that he was statistically drawing people to want to see him lose. Mm -hmm. He was one of, like, the first major heels of that era to draw on the idea that you just don't like him and you want to see people Mm -hmm. beat him. And, uh, and people were paying their dollars for it. They, they were. They'd be over Rock, over Austin. It was like Rock was the number one merch seller by that point. But uh, as far as minute-for-minute draws, as far as people tuning in to see the shows, as far as uh, who was at the main event and the, uh, who was pulling the gate, it was Hunter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... The, the fact that he was able to pull that off and be such a hated guy... And... and he was the first heel I ever got into. 
Uh, because I, okay, that's not true. Rock was the first heel I ever got into. Because um, I was going to say Nation of Domination was the first heel gimmick that I was ever like, no, nah, this is for me. But they they um, weren't heels. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> they they, they were speaking the truth. <laughs> I was into the nation. Like The weird thing was I hated Hunter at that point. I hated Hunter in 1998 when the, I did feel like uh, this guy, he's not rock. Like uh, I've told the story on the show that there was a kid at school, and now he's like a hard Trump supporter. But there was a kid at school <laughs> that um, I – I used to get into it with because he was like a DX. A hardcore Trump supporter back then, too. And every time he would see me in the halls, he'd give me a second, and I would look at him and just raise the fist. And that was like DX versus Nation. That was us at school. Every Mm. It was DX versus NWO at my school. That sounds (laughs) intense. Well, it was a summer. It was like right around 98 when DX was feuding with the Nation of Domination. And Mm. so, like, you know, I, I was into that iteration of the Nation. Are you kidding me? That iteration with Owen Hart. Uh, Godfather, Mark Henry, D'Lo, and Rock. I love that iteration of the nation. I was so into that group. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were all so cool to me. And yeah, DX was just kind of lame to me. I'm like, oh, they're pissing on the uh, uh, the mid. Uh, two spikes did they pee on? The uh, DOA. DOA, that was it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Disciples of Apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, when they're peeing on DOA's bikes and shit. And uh, it was just like, nah, that is not for me. Man, they were having females in the fan show, uh, in the crowd show their titties. I was DX all day. Come on, man. Dude, y'all are showing titties. Their tape had titties on it. Come on, bro. Like, uh, yeah, okay. I will say that, that like, you rated that DX tape for a blockbuster on. video. Like, There's titties on this tape, bro. That's my favorite group in the world. Easy. I'm fucking 13, 12 years old. E- uh, there's no one better. I don't know, man. I, I just still, I, I just always hated them, man. Like, I was never a DX fan. Never. Honestly, though, when he I, I, when that game gimmick hit, though, I, that became my guy. I was mm-hmm. like, I never turned on Rock. Like, I was always about the Rock. Like, Backlash 2000, I still think is. And SP3 said the same thing this week, that that's one of his favorite endings. Same. Uh, I was all into that. And when Rock beat Hunter, phenomenal ending. Loved that. But it was really just because of the moment. Hunter, mm-hmm. as at the time, though, was still just that dude to me. And, yeah, uh, yeah he had some off years. Some real off years. 2002 was that year that uh, you could make, if you weren't on the internet at the time, and obviously a lot of people weren't because we're old. Um, in 2002, the general consensus in 02 was that Hunter was a bad wrestler. Oh, that the was, internet hated this guy. Hated it, him. Because it went Hatred. a little bit further uh, in 02 from the, he was no longer just the, the guy that was, uh, evil and you don't like him. He was out there having some real bad matches, mm-hmm. and uh, like they set him up he, at the WrestleMania 18, putting him after Rock and Hogan. Like after yeah. that, he was doomed. Like it, yeah, like it was yeah. bad. He, they that, set him see, up. That's that's how that's how Booker got in trouble the next year. Man came and kicked the dog yep. on Booker and exactly. Man, yeah. mm-hmm. and, and he, like I said, I mean bad matches uh, because <laughs> there was a year where. WWE in the, the the early ruthless aggression era had decided that you know what, just to really like make sure you knew that we stomped the shit out of WCW, we're gonna take everything that WCW had going for it and feed it to Triple H, <laughs> and uh, all of those matches are gonna be shit. It was the like, Scott Steiner matches. Like, we're oh with, my god! We're gonna start god. with Royal Rumble 2003, right? Yeah, the match with Scott Steiner. It, so like bad. when people talk about bad matches, Jeez. like today, I don't think a match exists that's that bad as mm-hmm. bad as Triple H versus Scott Steiner at Royal Rumble 2003. That right. is a horrible match. 
Right. Horrible match. They be talking about like some one botch uh, AEW dark matches. Like this is the worst match you ever seen. No, it's not, brother. Nah, watch man. some Royal go, Rumble 2003. You will see watch, some shit. Go watch Hunter versus Scott Steiner that night. So bad. But then they mm. ran it back at No Way Out. <laughs> like, oh, you thought we had enough of Steiner Mm-mm. versus Hunter? No, we are not done with this. Uh, but then he had the feud with Kevin Nash. None of those matches were. He had one match that was good, and that was the Hell in a Cell. And that was because Mick Foley, the special guest referee, mm-hmm. was bumping around that match like crazy. Uh, and he's not even like actually in the match. Uh, but <laughs> but Mick Foley is taking like the brunt of this. And then then they went with Goldberg. He beat Goldberg in a fashion he should not have beaten Goldberg. <sighs> and, but it was like. Nah, Hunter is going to take all the top guys from WCW that we got. Booker T, Scott Steiner, Goldberg, Kevin Nash. He's going to beat them all as a reminder that WCW couldn't hang with what waited, we got going here. Waited years later to do it again with Sting. <laughs> Can't unru- oh. Waited so 10 more plus years to do it a fucking again. <laughs> Unreal. Like, hey, we, we, weren't, we weren't done here. And like Hunter did eventually. Uh, and that was the thing. Was it, it wasn't just WCW, right? Because it was also like, hey. I know that we've got this hot act in RVD in 2002, but also he uh, is RVD. not a guy that we put on the map. So therefore, fucker, Hunter's beating him too. RVD was my <laughs> dude. Oh my god, ECW when RVD came and he he was lit and the fans were behind him and they should have fucking put the belt on him and they didn't. Oh my yeah. god. Nah, they waited four years too late for that. Uh, when he was yeah. uh, in that angle with Austin and Angle. And the triple they, threat? Oh, my God, man. So <laughs> hot. They wanted it so bad. But they wanted Yeah, that, no, no, I mean, so like, Triple H went through a reign of terror. Like, WrestleMania 19, yeah, he, he had did that to Booker. Yeah. Like, he, 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 yeah, he, 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 let but, him, he let it have it. Yeah, But the sure. weird thing was, I feel like, again, Honor is a reader of, of uh, maybe not the internet, but the sheets. He was right. definitely a dirt sheet magazine writer, or reader, read all that shit. And in 04, he was like, nah. Uh, I need to be seen as a wrestler again. Yep. And it was like, like uh, I don't know how much of uh, people remember that the reason Benoit, uh, who was like top mm. SmackDown guy at the time, was moved to Raw to win the World Heavyweight title at WrestleMania was because Hunter felt like he needed a WrestleMania match. And mm. he was like, if there's anybody I could get a great match with, it is Shawn Michaels and Chris Benoit. That's a lot of people's favorite triple match, triple threat match ever. So Yeah, and that was... That was Hunter trying to change the perception of him. And he spent that year having those matches again. And it was like, nah, I'm going to make sure that people know me as a pro wrestler. Because mm. the last two years, people think I'm the worst wrestler in the world. Right. <laughs> and then from there, he switched it to the evolution thing to where he started helping yeah. to put then, guys over. Then then things started changing to he's... You know, being that person. I even thought that was fascinating that at uh, WrestleMania 22, the main event was Cena versus uh, Hunter. And the perception at the time, of course, was that Cena can't wrestle. Hunter's the guy who can wrestle. Mm -hmm. And it was like literally just like three years ago. The, yeah, like the idea was Hunter's the worst wrestler in the world. Yeah. Uh, because he was just having these stinker main events. Well, that's how it went for world. me, too. In 2000, I, he was my favorite. And then 2002, he was my least favorite. Yeah. <laughs> and you know and what I mean? Like, like it was, it was phases. Was, none of this was unfounded. He, mm-hmm. he paid enough attention to what people were saying. And that is why um, I feel like it's for the guys who do pay attention to that stuff and like the old timers who kind of harp on him like don't pay attention to the internet like that's all hunter did and he knew what people thought of him 
and he played well, when he knew when people thought positively of him mm-hmm. um he played that to his advantage and he knew when people thought negatively of him he thought okay how do i fix this and how do i make it so that uh i'm seen as that guy even as a heel he wanted to be seen as a wrestler people respected right and he fixed all of that and like uh and i think he also uh you know in being the guy in nxt he was very smart about um kind of cozying up to wrestling media in the same Mm -hmm. way that now um aew has done yep but he 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 was smart about that. He understands that. He knows it a lot better than I think people give him credit for because he's in the McMahon family. And McMahon prides himself on not doing any of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but Hunter, he always did. Absolutely no, did. Yeah, Triple H is a very smart guy. And he definitely has a great mind for the business. Um, most of the stuff that I didn't like about him was character stuff. I mean, there's yeah. other backstage politics stuff that you hear here and there. But I feel like in terms of the business... He's done more good than bad, um, at least with NXT and some of the other things yeah. that he's introduced. I um, agree. But most of the stuff I didn't like about him was just character stuff. And, and mm-hmm. that was stuff that I was intended to not like. Yeah. Right. So Agreed. either way, it's, it is a shame that he didn't get to go out kind of doing what he would have wanted to do. I think um, I could have seen Hunter wanting to maybe pluck one of his NXT projects out yeah. and maybe put him over. I could Kevin, see Owen, Kevin Seth Owens, Rollins probably. Kevin Owens or Seth Rollins. Yeah. Well, he put over Seth Rollins, but like yeah, he never so. got to put over Kevin Owens. And right. like, uh, I'm sure that's a guy he would have wanted to, mm-hmm. uh, and just never got to. Uh, yeah. You know, the AJ Styles match was something that a lot of people talked about, and AJ yeah. Styles had been asking for, like asking Hunter for every time he saw him. He said, uh, "Hey, when are we doing the WrestleMania match?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought he had at least one more rock match in him. Um, yeah. They teased that match um, when they did that backstage segment that, that one time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Was that October I, of 2014? Yeah, no, shout out to uh, Triple H. He's the only of the 10 WrestleManias I've been to. He was the only one that I really, 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 really thought could beat The Undertaker. Like, there was some of his near falls where I was like, this is it, bro. He's about to go over. Like all the other times, I was like, yeah, yeah, this isn't gonna, this is Undertaker hey, show. But like oh. those matches, I was like, yo, this guy might really fucking do it. Also, gotta give him his credit, king of the WrestleMania entrance. Like I don't know yep. if anybody has consistently had as many like great WrestleMania entrances as mm-hmm. him. Um, that that initial feud with Shawn Michaels was still, you know, one of the greatest feuds of all time in my mm-hmm. opinion. Um, yeah, he's done a lot of great things. I just still. It was so tough when he was on TV that I was like beef. audibly boo, like, ugh, get this it's guy here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That worst champion ever sign that we talked about last week, that was for mm-hmm. Hunter. That was yeah. me holding up a sign. Like, I definitely was not a fan of that title reign that he was in at the time, and I was like, mad about it yeah <laughs> that's a part sign. of his legacy that I'm, I'm sure hearing what phil said he'd be very happy to know that phil hated him because mm-hmm. of his character that's no, what he, 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 that was his job yeah, he, he, he doesn't care <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he doesn't care uh, uh, but i can't wait for his uh his biggest fan to show up in wwe and cody rose and have a big <laughs> super long wrestlemania entrance and pedigree somebody by the end of the night is he, i mean is he gonna <laughs> keep doing the uh, so of course that's a story that's being talked about is and i'm glad I'm actually glad because there's no effect of what's going on if he doesn't. But WrestleVotes reported yesterday that the talk is that Cody Rhodes is going to come in as AEW Cody. He's going to have the the jacket, Mm. the theme, the pyro, all of it. 
that I, <laughs> nice. Uh, if he doesn't use kingdom, I was thinking about this the other day. He should just come out to Drake's over. Just don't. Because I I feel like I get why he would want to do all of that, and I get why yeah. Vince would want to do all of that mm-hmm. because. There's very little effect in just bringing him out, smoking mirrors. And it's stupid. Like, it doesn't make hey, sense. Yeah, and, and just like, hey, you remember this guy from mm-hmm. 10 years ago? He's back. Like, that's not, a, that's not the effect of what you want. You want the effect of being able to say, this top guy from the other company, that the company that's supposedly better than us, we just we plucked got him. him and brought him over here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that would have way more of an effect. And yeah. Uh, apparently it's going to be the opening segment on Raw this week, so like they want to start off hot and get us going like immediately. So mm. this I hope so. Out. After that awful, terrible SmackDown I just watched last night, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, man, just come, have them come out. Oh yeah, that's right, I'm doing me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm living life right now, man. Cody's just posing, Pyro's going off in. It's <laughs> yes. far from over. All right, yeah, man, I'm into it. Do it, uh, yo. Come on, that's right. And then. FightfulSelect.com also reported, and I didn't even consider this would be a, some of the incentive of why he would have jumped, but uh, that he is going to be producing a Dusty Rose documentary. And, mm, interesting. Uh, that he... What a uh, fucking card like, to play over there. Yo, come through. You could produce that fucking documentary for your dad. Oh my and, God, and, these guys are nobody, businessmen, and, and, and I'm telling like, you. And nobody else can do that. No. Nope. We got that footage in AEW. Mm-mm. You don't have none of that. We, we got, got all you need back here, brother. Yeah. Look at all these tapes we got. We got all we, your dad's stuff. Anything you want. Everything that we got Dusty's entire career here. Uh, most of it. We got like 90% of Dusty's career. You we can't also compete have, with Dusty's, uh, Dusty's old tapes, man. You can't compete yeah. with that. We also got mm. most of Dustin's career. Uh, mm. And sorry, we got ten years of your career. Man, he can you, he can eventually do a war games match. There's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't. Like, it's hard to compete with that. It's hard like to compete you want with that. you want the Rhodes legacy. I know that you wanted to start the Rhodes Empire elsewhere, but the fact is, as far as the legacy of the Rhodes are concerned. We got all of that shit. They're going to bring back the Great American Bash for him. Like, all the Dusty, like, everything that Dusty did, they're going to bring it back for him. You can have whatever you want, Cody. Come on. That's a smart fucking move. I've never thought about that. You saw what Teal said. Teal said that um, uh, she tweeted, hey, these these next upcoming moves uh, that you're going to see is is stuff my dad would be proud of. Mm. Um, And it's like, uh, now based off of what Fightful Select reported, it's like, okay, I kind of see the move a little bit. Like, if you mm-hmm. were giving Cody free reign over this is all the stuff that... Over like your you family's want, like, stuff. Like, you want to produce yeah. the Dusty stuff? Like, yeah. we will let you produce it. Right. You get to produce the Dusty legacy of Rhodes. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's hard to beat. Um, and so, yeah. If he's coming out, though, this Wednesday, or this Monday, with... And they're going to open Raw with it. And they even at least told us they were opening Raw with it when Seth Rollins said on Raw this week, I'm hijacking uh, the next wait, show. Wait, yeah, 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 he said there will not be a Monday Night Raw until I get my my match at WrestleMania. And I thought, oh, thank you, thank you mm-hmm. for giving it to us. First thing, because I'm not sticking around another. No, I'm not sticking <laughs> around to the end, bro. I'm not watching not three hours another, of this. Bring it immediately in. Where I'm waiting for it, and then it don't happen at the end. Nope. Start the Stop show it. off. Just just start it. 
show needs to start with Seth Rollins in the ring saying it's not happening uh, until again they did that moment. awful shit last night they fucking built a whole show of Brock Lesnar being in Roman Reigns' fucking locker room for two hours they built this show they built this showdown they built whatever this is for two straight hours at the end he runs out Roman runs and then he just hits a bunch of security guards you guys did a Vince Russo tie-in show but you didn't even fucking tie in the tie-in what are you doing out there bro it's nah, crazy I see out here Seth Rollins sitting in the ring and uh, he's like, I just want my moment. I just want my Mania match. And then all of a sudden, wrestling has more than one royal family. I know way too many people here right now that I didn't know. That's a bar, That's a bar, man. He got who the fuck are y'all? Come yeah. on, man. <laughs> that's hard. Come on, man. He's got to do it, man. License over, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's uh, hella funny. Cody's coming. Cody's out here, man. Cody's about to be Cody. Interesting though to see that American Nightmare logo mm-hmm. here. I mean, I want to see them do uh, uh, the absurdity. Is Brandy of, coming? I've heard uh, that there was some the, rumors that she wasn't coming. No, like, what's uh, going the on? The talk here? is that she's not involved in any of this. That she, uh, man, although Brandy's it, living it up, bro. Although it wouldn't be the same. Like, if you're trying to get the entire AEW effect. And Dude, you gotta have his wife, I, man. I was I was thinking about this, too, though. Uh, one of the things that I think Cody's gonna find some satisfaction in, it may not last forever. It may only last a month. But the fact is, because I, I, I think Phil's pretty uh, angry about this, too. But the fact is, back in January you were building really solidly to a Seth Rollins face turn. And then all of a sudden, like, you had him come out strongly at the Royal Rumble, and yep. he, uh, and then all of a sudden, it just feels like these last couple of weeks, you're like, nah, hard heel, we're even going to pipe in booze just to make sure you know mm-hmm. that you're He's not supposed heel. to like Seth Rollins. Yeah. And so, uh, Cody is going to come out with all of that shit. He's going to have the jacket. He's going to have the Homelander look. He's going to have the music, the pyro, all of it. He might even raise from the stage. Who knows? And the fans are going to cheer. Man, something about that <laughs> Rollins, man. See, Rollins is going to blow up on you guys and start flipping tables and stuff over, man. He's sick of y'all. He is, <laughs> he is definitely sick of y'all. But, he's like, y'all. it's the 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 fact is he's he might end up getting what he wants. The crowds the last two weeks have been chanting Cody. They were chanting. They were chanting. Cody sucks. The last time he was seen in AEW. So like, we had, the one thought we had was, what if he goes to WWE and turns heel? But the other thought that we weren't even considering is, what if he just goes to WWE and gets the face run that he's been wanting without getting booed? See, my him? thing is, I think that the fans are going to turn on him. Oh yeah, uh, uh, they will eventually. Couple of yeah. months. Uh, yeah. but, fans are definitely going to turn on. But him. the fir- the fact is, right now he is going to come in and be a babyface. And Listen, if if he's been building all of this, doing that Tiger Driver all this time, just to pull this pedigree off at WrestleMania, beautiful. I'm just gonna call him a genius, man. Like, beautiful. I, I'm sorry, setting this up. There's <laughs> a pedigree at WrestleMania. He's been that, setting this up for so long against Seth the, Rollins. Oh my God! If he does you guys. the pedigree at WrestleMania, and that's the payoff to literally everything. That's <laughs> Yo, I'm telling you, I'm gonna call him a genius if that happens. Like, if yeah. he, if if WrestleMania kicks off and he's like the opening match and he turns and there's like a big throne that turns around with him in it and he comes out oh, and does that man. yo oh i'm just gonna be like God, get out of here if he does the you throne but this. instead of smashing it he's sitting in it mm, it's like, out 
we can say all the shit we've wanted to say for the last year or so about how lame Cody has been and like the go go feud, all that shit. <laughs> that. Yo, if he does that, I'm gonna cry laughing. He crushed. He hit the other one with the sledgehammer and the pull up sitting in it. We out of here. We out of here. Cody ain't playing with y'all. I'm, I'm really sad this. about Brandy though. You need Brandy. You guys better sign fucking. No, Brandy. Brandy's good, go? man. She just made her deal so that she could still do a shot of Brandy. Brandy uh, is out there she, getting she, it. She she's out there making getting moves, the money. man. Shout out to Brandy. We we still want you on the clap, by the way, Brandy. Make that yeah. make that happen. Brandy, <laughs> hey. you waiting, girl? Come on. Uh, but hey, you're a free uh, agent now. Shout out. Queen of the Ring. Uh, she says the, the classic- homie Alex. We about yeah. to uh, tear. Uh, where are we gonna be at? Dallas, Texas. Where yeah, are we gonna like, be? <laughs> I'll be trying to forget about yeah. Texas, bro. Yeah, shit. She said the classic DM opener is either "Hey" or "Hi." Can I ask you a question? AKA no game. Anyway, oh, see next so you're week. saying that doesn't work, Alex? That's what you're saying? Yeah. Can I ask you a question? <laughs> <laughs> That's trash. Can I ask you what's the question? You know. What I mean? like, uh, Kate What's your says, favorite suplex? Kate says, I joined late, and the first thing I hear is Red say, You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand. And even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow. (laughs) I could really use Current. (laughs) I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Nobody cares. I love you guys so much. And I wasn't Thank talking you. about impact this time. Yeah. <laughs> Jay says random, but Lance Archer's hair is cultural appropriation. <laughs> uh, I'm distracted by Yo, it every what? Time. <laughs> what? He's talking what? about the braids. Uh, yo, all, all right, man. <laughs> and hey, we got some hum- we got some humble chats as well. Oh shit! Uh, wow, that one got me good. I don't know why that was so funny. Wow. culture appropriation. <laughs> wow. Uh, continuing with the Humper Chats, uh, maybe. Why did it? Why does this shit keep signing me out of Humper Chats? I'm like so mad about this. Come on, man. Um, Come on, bro. Yeah, pump, pump. I, I, I've been trying to get mm. to him, <laughs> and uh, it angers me every single time because it's like sometimes it works, and then sometimes it's just like, nah, you ain't getting into these Humper Chats. Uh, but I am. I love how you just left the humper chat up so we could just continue to see Lance Archer's hair. Bob <laughs> Dad leaving the, the the super chat up. The big red braid. I'm dead, dude. That's so funny. <laughs> oh my god. Dude. You go to the shop to get it done up. Where yeah, he live no, at? Who, I think he whoever, lives in Atlanta. Whoever does his hair is definitely black. It's, it's definitely yeah, a black woman braiding definitely. hair. Definitely. Like there, there's yeah, no way. I, I I wouldn't believe it if he told me otherwise. <laughs> you like nah my girl do it bro yeah okay uh, <laughs> I'm, working on pull, I'm working on pulling those up thank you for uh the humper chats that were sent by the way 
uh, I am in that process now. He's on his way to Humper Chat. So yeah, uh, when are we going to talk about us going to this fucking place where they we, carry we guns are. for fun? We are. You know, I had somebody ask me, by the way, to, to buy him a gun while I was out there because they were like, what? He was like, look, they just sell them in like vending machines. Just like, get me one. And uh, So what like, do you expect you to do to bring it back in your yeah, fucking bag? Like, <laughs> like, man, Listen. I'm not trying to take that shit through TSA. Are you insane? You heard what happened to Joel Santana and not to Sonny from no, WWE? No, nah, man. We we not having Will going to the airport with the burner. Hell no. Nah. No way. No. No, no way. And I'm not definitely not either. getting in no car with you in Texas Bro, with the burner. Oh, hell no. <laughs> no. No, no, no way. I'm not doing it. I, I straight not up said Not in a million like, years. Yeah, there's zero chance. That's wild. Hey, bring me back a souvenir, a gun. That's you crazy. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, I get you one of those I Heart Texas uh, shirts. Word, yes. I will bring <laughs> on, you back an I Heart Texas shirt and pin and hat, but the blicky got to stay. Yep, no nope. Zero chance. Imagine, oh, that. This my, uh, that gun in my bag's for my friend. He wanted it. As, uh, fact, <laughs> my, as people know, you know, I, I've done a, a shit ton of travel over the last few months. Finally got my TSA pre-check. Uh, it just came through yesterday. So... Um, oh, guess who has a dumb early flight? Guess who flight shows up at 1 a.m.? What? Why are you flying in so early, bro? Because it's me. What are you going to do? What, it's me. It's Thursday? me, Phil. That's what I do. So wait, what time? Do I don't you know. Land? I have no idea. I don't have no idea what I do. My, I land at 1 a.m. in Texas. What? Uh, on Thursday morning? Yes, you guys. Yes. So. Yes. Uh, I get in last. I get in at 10 a.m. Uh. Uh, flights hate me. That's why. Yeah, I think my I think I'm nine thirty. So no, yeah, honestly, because I waited to really like I got my ticket like look, three days ago. I think. Come on, man. see, money don't, is crazy out here. Don't procrastinate, man. I had to, man. Come on, damn it! <laughs> I'm gonna be there. I'll take uh, being in the airport or whatever. I'm gonna. What, think, you, I what still are you think gonna about do for like for, eight hours? Uh, then eight hours. I mean. You're gonna just like it's sleep Texas. under some newspaper? No, nah, it's Texas. There, there's some, there's some, there's some things. I'll figure it out. I'm not yeah. worried about it. Hey, we take a nap in the airport. I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's uh, wrestling. Some, some uh, hunter super chats uh, for the moment. Um, we got however much he politicked or buried, he's still one of the coolest dudes ever. I A H O. That was from Tremaine, by the way. Kurt Benoit says. Uh, interesting point. Royal Rumble 03 had that train wreck, but also my favorite match of all time, which I'm guessing He's like, is this is my favorite match so much. This is my screen name. That's yeah, how much I, I, I like that's this. That's why you're that way. Uh, yeah, Kurt Oof. Angle versus Chris Benoit. That is a brave screen name, my friend. It's very... Uh, Kurt Angle and Redacted does bang, though. That, that match is insane. Yeah, that was... Uh, unfortunately, that was before... This is one thing that Hunter brought to the business that a lot of people uh, don't give him a lot of credit for. But WrestleMania 20, I think the thing that that really introduced to mainstream pro wrestling and introduced to fans that is now just the norm was the dramatic tap out. Mm -hmm. Uh, That before that, there wasn't a big, you know, tap outs were almost kind of seen as flat finishes for a long time. That somebody taps out and it's like, oh, that kind of deflated. Boring. But, But Hunter basically building up the drama, building up the drama. Everybody's on the edge of their seat. Everybody's on the edge of their seat. He taps and the crowd pops. Mm-hmm. That was 
really born in that moment. Right. Because WWE had got us used to like, I quit matches with the damn mic saying, I quit. And, you know, so like like, they weren't used to like tap outs and shit. You're right. Yeah. And and, before 97, they weren't using the tap out at all. It was just to Mm -hmm. ask him, does he quit? And then they quit. But like, shout out to Taz. He said that's his. He said he brought the tap out to pro wrestling. So, uh, well, Ken Shamrock would argue he did. So, uh, I guess let them have a who did it, match. Taz. I know <laughs> you'll say it. You're on the internet. Were you first? Were you before Ken Shamrock? Let's see. Who so, knows? Uh, let them have a match for it. Uh, and win via tap out. Uh, but the... this guy booking matches on the show. <laughs> uh, Deontay <laughs> says, I'm with Phil. For me, it was the authority. I had nightmares eight years ago. They were at my college. Uh, <laughs> Steph was the dean. Uh, love, love Hunter, but authority. Steph was gone. the dean. Yeah. <laughs> Derek says, agree with Reg. Triple H was the only one I thought was going to be Undertaker, especially after they rematched. I was 100%. Bro, that Hell in a Cell match, I was like, he's winning. There's no way he's going to. There's no way Undertaker. This is it. This is it. And and, you know what's funny is after he lost, uh, after Taker lost, the thought was, oh, well, then nobody's going to do it. Nobody's going to do it. If it wasn't Hunter in that moment, Yeah, that's exactly how I felt. Like when the Brock Lesnar match, during the streak, I was at that WrestleMania, and I didn't believe for one second that Brock Lesnar was going to beat him. Even when it happened, it's like one, two, three. Everything that happened is real. The whole crowd was like dead silent. That's the deadest silent I've ever heard a wrestling show. So, like, we're all just like, and then everybody, like, people were, this is the fastest I've ever seen theories happen, like, at a live wrestling show. Everyone had their own theory. Oh, that wasn't supposed to happen. Oh, this thing. Like, every, I was like, dude, we're watching it. How do you know? <laughs> what are y'all talking about? Well, you like, think what? they just, like, whipped up that 21 in one graphic? Like, Yes, that that's fast? what I'm saying. It's a graphic, dude. Like, I was like, nothing's going to happen in this show that's not supposed to happen, you guys. This is the most overproduced company in the fucking world. Yeah. Just like it's a, it was great though, but like yeah. So I didn't even believe that Brock Lesnar was gonna fucking go over, and that's why I still love that Brock Lesnar was the one. You that moment was insane. That's yeah, top I, five I, wrestling I moment, moment ever, right there. The only thing I'm willing to believe, as far as theories are concerned, and I think they may have confirmed that, was that the ref was not aware until the last like five seconds, uh, because you can see that something was said to the ref like right beforehand. This is which, a three. Yeah, which is mm. yeah, count the three. Um, because I'm but sure... that sounds uh, a referee not knowing the finish sounds wild. Well, to me the hard thing. Well, yeah, because the hard thing is, I'm sure if I were a ref, uh, I would be like, uh, because you know, typically refs are instructed, uh, especially in WWE, to no matter what. But um, if the big guy is saying you better fucking count this three or you'll die <laughs> when you get back here, I'm counting the three. Yeah, <laughs> well, but they're usually instructed to you know count count the match as if it were real because. You know, you don't want to end up stopping. Errol Hebner did that that one time, yeah, right? Where right. it was like he screwed up that night The Rock was supposed to win the WWE title. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm sure the streak was one of those ones where refs were like, no. No matter mm-hmm. what, you don't count the three because no. you're going to fuck up the streak. So I'm sure telling a ref like in the match, mid-match of, actually, you're going to count this three. <laughs> and like, I'm going to do what? What? Um, <laughs> to the Undertaker? No. That, I'm not. No way. I'm not doing that. <laughs> yeah. so, I, I mean, there have been a couple of instances where refs weren't fully aware of the finish. But yeah, told, yeah, like, yeah. Told in the earpiece. Right. Hey, this but is I wouldn't happening. think of fucking the streak. That sounds crazy. I don't know. That was uh, a fucking moment, though, man. I love that. I st- I, if you watch WrestleMania, you could see me uh, on that show being like, whoa, this shit is crazy. Like, there was five minutes where I was just like, <laughs> 
That did Reggie what? lose a lot of weight? Is that what you were Dude. going with that, Phil? <laughs> <laughs> were, were, you sitting, were you sitting behind Ellis the whole time? Ellis is doing a, the whole shocked face? And you're no, right no, I was sitting higher. I was sitting higher oh, up in the yeah. end. Nah, I mean, I I think that match was mostly doo-doo because, like, the crowd wasn't all that. Uh, it, <laughs> Just like well, I said, we didn't, ca- we didn't well, care the about the didn't match. Care. The buildup was shitty. Everything was no, dumb. I, Nobody I, cared about it. This is where I will give them credit. I think the buildup was excellent in hindsight. I think mm-hmm. the buildup was one of those things where going into it, you're thinking, oh, Brock ain't winning, so this no buildup way. doesn't matter. Because the buildup was Taker picked a fight with Brock and Paul trying to tell Taker, you made Don't. a mistake because mm-hmm. he's going to end your streak. And, you know, mm-hmm. we're watching this like, ah, we've seen this before. This has all happened. But now in hindsight, you go back and watch it, and it's like, no, Paul was trying to tell you all along, why did you challenge Brock Lesnar? He's going mm-hmm. to end the streak. He's going to beat you. Yeah. yeah. And now I watched all of that back. I went back and watched all those Raws in hindsight, and I thought, this was like halfway brilliant because mm-hmm. Paul Heyman was trying to warn us this whole time. That is dope. I've never went yeah. back and watched all that. <laughs> like, that, Taker, yeah. Taker picked a fight with Brock. Like, all the other times, Brock, they all picked Taker. They all went mm-hmm. to challenge him, mm-hmm. but this was the rare time Taker picked Brock and Brock ended up beating him. And they tied and, uh, in the UFC thing where Undertaker was like, want to do it? I love that yeah. clip. Like, I, I, love, like, I, I thought it was a weak build going into it. Damn. Hindsight yeah. worked out. Uh, yeah, Tremaine sure. says, Will just reminded me, Cody comes up the elevator. All you hear is, who's that jumping out the sky? C-O-D-Y. <laughs> wow. Cody Rhodes, here we go. <laughs> Yo. I mean, Cody, he, you got options on these themes, big bro. It's a you, it could be a number of things. I'm uh, telling you, man. Nathan says over is uh, the one though. Over would be hard. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of Texas, shout out to MJF for burying Jesus down there. Another great promo. Yo, MJF uh, was MJF not, is a wild oh, dude. Man. He is a wild boy, a wild boy. Furthausen says Swerve and Stark's entrances has more charisma than the NXT 2.0. That's roster. just an actual uh, fact. Yeah. But you know what? We can um, <laughs> we can take it into that because that's actually our next topic. Starks and Swerve main event at Rampage this week for the FTW World Championship. Shit was uh, tied. The segment with Mark Henry, Swerve, Starks, I, I, and I, Powerhouse I, Hobbs. Oh my god, I loved it. I thought uh, that that was probably Swerve's strongest promo work since being in AEW. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Starks was a menace. Because <laughs> yeah. I like the I like the comeback line. I like Starks basically saying that you know, the last house you were in evicted you. Man, so, uh, menace. And and Swerve's comeback on that, and uh, and then that the segment matches. was awesome. Yeah, God, I, thought, I like, that segment. Yeah. and I like yeah. Mark Henry like straight up getting mad. Um, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> you know, as it ended. Look, here's the thing. Um, Rampage these last couple of weeks has been ending blacker than Rampage than than AEW has ended in a while. This re- this match was refed by uh, Stephon Smith. The mm-hmm. uh, the Mark Henry tried Mark Henry to, intro us. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I uh, just I was very happy seeing these guys do their thing. Um, and then on top of that, Austin is a crowd austin yes. is so lit texas like we, just we like talked i said about last san week antonio. Fucking we, texas dude we talked about san antonio last week but austin is lit that crowd, no austin was dude, on fire bro they were crazy they were like <laughs> nah, we are not you know that that pop that the hardys got mm-hmm. wasn't crazy but the yeah. fact is i've been saying for a while and this is why i'm really interested in how aw does on those west coast shows that um for the most part rampage tends to not have the hottest crowds because mm-hmm. uh typically 
you know, I was at the New York show, and I felt like that crowd had no energy left. But at the mm-hmm. same time, it's also almost midnight right now, and right. like we're still here trying long to watch show. wrestling. Long wrestling show. Wrestling was long. Yeah, and it's like we're still trying to watch wrestling here, and it's it's almost midnight. Like, but when you're the it's coast, it's time but, over here, but I baby. The, the further west you head, the liver the crowds are even for Rampage. I even thought the Chicago Rampage crowd was really good. Uh, as you intrude into the Central Time Zone, and it's not as late, and uh, them Texas shows. Uh, have had lit rampage crowds, mm-hmm. which is why I'm thinking, like, man, are you kidding me? It won't even be seven o'clock in uh, LA. In, no, in we're LA. about to be super <laughs> duper lit, the most lit crowd you've ever seen. Ready for been waiting for this shit for three years. Oh my god, it's gonna be insane! It's gonna be yeah, crazy. And, and and who knows? CM Punk might be walking in there as champ. Uh, I think he will be. Honestly, uh, I think he's gonna be Hangman. Um, but Starks and Swerve. Uh, went out there. They had a, uh, I thought, a really solid main event. I thought yep. that this was the perfect match to showcase. Like, uh, Tony Nese was a good match, but it was like fans don't really buy Tony Nese in AEW right now because there hasn't been much to Tony Nese. Whereas mm-hmm. uh, Ricky Starks is somebody who is a major factor in AEW. Yep. And so, and Ricky Starks has also been having some really good FTW title defenses. He's incredible. Yes. Uh, that, that fucking finish to that Jay Lethal was still every time they show that finish I'm like oh my god that was so good <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah so uh, he had that one though he had the one with um, with Matt Seidel and he's mm-hmm. had the one with Brian Cage the street fight that was really good yep. and uh, fact is I think Ricky Starks is starting to have a solid FTW title reign and the defenses have been good so I was like ready for this one to be good mm-hmm. but I wasn't anticipating the crowd being as into it as they were uh because when one, swerves entrance man oh yeah man. they were into it they were chanting swerve along with it but Loved then on top it. of that ricky starks of course as they mentioned austin is his second home and mm. they were there was let's go ricky let's go swerve and i just thought hot you yeah got this dueling hot chants crowd. were dope yeah, yeah. then these dueling chants they were into both guys and uh it felt like you know, they, they got the obligatory this is awesome chant. Yeah. Um, I was just happy to see them get that main event. Uh, Swerve started. did that fucking flip off the ropes, and I was like, I forgot this guy can do high flying too. That's funny. Yeah, <laughs> he chooses yeah. not to do these things just Ooh. because he doesn't want them. And, you know, it's not really his thing. But when he does it, he can do it. It's crazy. Man, that uh that running shooting star he did off the apron. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fire. Great. Yeah. Fire. No, it was great stuff. And then, uh, of course... He there's powerhouse. Interfer- yeah, interference from powerhouse. You better uh, stop it. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and that results in the Rochambeau one two three. Ricky Starks wins. Um, and everyone doesn't have to have winning streaks when you come in. Well, I think it is. AEW is doing the most to make sure that you know that tenure matters here, and yes. it's one of those like. Uh, but the thing is, this was still a main event. I feel like Swerve was presented as a big deal and was presented mm-hmm. as a threat. He yep. had the match won uh, yep. until uh, yeah. until Hobbs interfered. But Power at the same house. time, uh, why, did, why did people think he was going to win this match, though? I was confused I have by no that. idea. Because yeah, I'm very did, confused, did people, too. Did people really think his first title win was going to be the FTW title? They that thought so, Phil. That doesn't make any sense. It makes zero <laughs> no, sense. No, it doesn't make any about? sense. No, no I mean, on, I, 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 Like I said, uh, the week after Swerve came in, I feel like... Look, I want to see it built. I want to see it done right. I do want to see him at the top of the company. 
Um, AEW World Champion Swerve or Bust. You saw it last night. It. Crowd yeah. loves it. That <laughs> shit was hot. That I'm is ready. I, yeah, I, 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 I don't I, care I, about I, nothing else but that World Championship. I, I want to see it done right though. I want to see him. Uh, I want to see him get there in the same way that I got to see Kenny get there. That I got to yeah. see anybody else get there. And I want to see a nice it build right. up. I, get um, you. I want to see him built up. I want to see him. Uh, and like I said, in a company that's kind of established that tenure matters, every champion right now other than Jade has has been there a while and got time to right. get there. So uh, I, I'm ready to – but at the same time, I'm going to speak to the fire. Anything done wrong with him, you are going to hear it you from me. You're about to hear about the it. The same yeah. way you heard about it. Mm-hmm. The, the moment anything went wrong in NXT, I was like – and then this bomb match last night seems to be setting up a pretty incredible tag team contest here. Hmm. Yeah. Woo! I see that. Uh, yes. 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 We yes. want to see it. We want to see do. it so much very bad. The Grapsity, I said the Righteous Reg Invitational last night, but it's the really the Grapsity Invitational uh, tag team match that they're going to have here. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be great. Thank you to us. Yes. And I loved it. <laughs> Love the entrances. Uh, I think Big Pressure is a is a great entrance theme. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, shout out! Uh, I like how they had uh, Ricky Starks had an entourage. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which like you can say, like people were already tweeting. They're like, hmm, these all look like guys that are about to get just like yeah, the shit duh. beat out of them. By of Keith course, Lee. <laughs> they're not gonna really let yep. Ricky Starks barber get beat up because Starks barber. Yeah. Uh, RH says uh, a giveaway of temporary Cody neck tattoos. <laughs> Yo, that's yeah, uh, yeah. But also, no, I don't know. Maybe. Um, hey, we did get the the Humper chats though. Shout out to Joel Pearl who said. Uh, so Shout out, Joel. Fan, so we got one from Van Twinblade. Van Twinblade always giving us the indie updates. Glory Pro. Uh, Glory Pro at Collective <laughs> Card. Uh, got Warhorse, Warhorse versus Josh Alexander, Jake Something versus Max D Impaler, 2D versus Janai Kai, uh, Outlaw, Brian Keith. Um, we also got. I think uh, that show's at 11 a.m. I'm trying to go from the airport to get to that show at 11 a.m. I think that's, that's what's on going Thursday. On with my life, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm not even going to try and chance that. Uh, Myron yeah. Reed, Carlos Ra- uh, Romo. Um, Shane Saber, Danny Jones in a four corners match. Wrestling next week. Oh my god, my element. Oh my goodness, I can't fucking wait, dude. And Holy shit. Uh, Vega and Fitchett versus No Remorse Core of uh, Rocky Romero and Davy Richards. That is a name I have not heard in forever. Um, of the No Remorse Core. Um, mm. And then um, DB Scum uh, says, "Shout out to you guys. Appreciate what you do." I hope everyone Thank has you. a great day. As the wise philosopher Andrade El Idolo says, take it easy. <laughs> <laughs> how you know? Because, how do you know? <laughs> how you know? <laughs> he says, because how you know? Um, Andrade, Andrade is fucking funny, dude. He's been killing it. I'm so happy that they just let him talk. It's so much better than trying to do this translation shit and showing subtitles and shit. Yeah, just let this man talk, bro. We, we got words about it. people won't, who won't just let someone talk. Yeah. <laughs> no, and honestly, though, there are people who are, like, really down on it. And I feel like those are people who uh, would also, like, complain when they have, like, a classmate who, like, barely speaks English. Like, here's right. the thing. I grew up in Los Angeles. Uh, so, like, California. I, I would in a um uh it was an immersion class uh in for from kindergarten uh it, it was offered in, in la southern california where 
um, our kindergarten teacher spoke both English and Spanish, and that was what. So, like, I've grown up around. I'm from like, Bakersfield, California. Like, ninety percent of my schools were Latinos, so those right. are my so, homies for, so for like homies it, for life. Latinos, so I feel let like them talk, let them shine. Yeah, and maybe it's just something I grew to understand because it feels weird to me when people are like, "Oh, I barely understand them." I'm like, I understand it perfectly, but I also have friends who like whose English was their second language, and it was. I don't know. It wasn't the cleanest, but I got what they were trying to say. Yeah, they so, you get everything they're saying. It's not those are those people that are just like anybody that doesn't like it. You know why they don't like yeah. it. So when I hear Andrade, I'm just like, nah, I get it. I get what he's saying. It, yeah. it ain't perfect, but Jeff, y'all not grown up around Mexicans like I did, and it was, uh, I don't know. It doesn't bother me. So many Mexican friends. Oh my god, I love yes. all my Mexican <laughs> friends. Those are the homies. And then, and in Denver, it's the same way though. By the way, Denver is a. a stone's throw away from new mexico which is a stone's mm-hmm. throw away from mexico so right. like it is uh i think because i think it's funny when uh i head up north i'm in like every time i'm in michigan and people are like let's get mexican food and i'm like y'all y'all ain't anywhere near mexico like mm-hmm. yeah nobody want that uh-huh. <laughs> the further i get away from mexico i'm like the worst the mexican food i noticed yes. um but <laughs> makes sense mexican food in michigan that sounds awful <laughs> it does. that sounds extra trash no you gotta have so no but at the same time though Sure, the Canadian food is great, uh, but the I poutine know, but... smacking over there. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's that's that. Uh, Dylan D says first show getting back into wrestling was PWX slash Evolve double header or double header. Mm-hmm. I saw Darius Lockhart get a room full of white folk in Concord, uh, North Carolina, to put up the fist. Then Strickland and AR Fox crush it. Love the show. Love you guys. Appreciate Shout it. out to all those guys you just said. Darius Lockhart, he is incredible. Everything he's been doing in NWA is dope. AR Fox is incredible. I'm so happy that he's going to be at the collective and I get to see him wrestle next weekend. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, you know, awesome. I didn't think, you know, if you had asked me um, any years ago that uh, AR Fox's legacy on the business was going to end up being his trainees and not. Yeah, I, I think that that threw everybody for a loop. I don't think anyone expected that. Like, yo, yeah. his training, he Austin Theory, he trained Austin Theory. He yeah. is the reason that we're, Austin Theory is wrestling in a WrestleMania match. AR Fox. So. We're seeing AR Fox's influence across the business, but not necessarily seeing him. I thought he was mm-hmm. going to be the guy that we saw everywhere. Right. Uh, but we're. There were some things, and people can't get over these things. So, that's just not what I would have thought. Yeah, it's politics as usual for sure. But you know, he's still out there, and he's still tearing it up, and he's gonna have a legacy regardless of what the thing. So, shout out to Ar Fox, man. We were just talking about that uh, uh, kill shot in uh, Lucha Underground. Again, I talked about it in the magazine too. If you haven't seen this death match between Killshot, who is Shane Swerve Strickland, and AR Fox, who is Dante Fox on the show, you have to. It like black death match, nasty. It's all it's disgusting, but you have to see it. It's great. Yeah. It's 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 incredible. It like led the way. When you see death matches on AEW, they weren't they don't do this. They weren't doing this, and I they mean, did this on Lucha Underground. You know? I will tell you, it makes me a little bit happy though that people aren't aware 
that Swerve's also a deathmatch wrestler because the right. first time he does it in AEW. Oh, I remember that like, one picture of his back. He did that match in season. Yeah, I, I think he did that. Yeah, in his back. Oh my God. I forgot about that. That image just flashed across There's my brain. There's a lot of people again. who don't know, who might be finding out from us having this conversation right now that yeah. Swerve's also a deathmatch wrestler. Mm -hmm. He does everything. He's a former CZW world champion. So he, there you he can do it all, man. When, <laughs> yeah. when, I, when I say that, I think Swerve's one of the best in the world. He can do it's it real. all, bro. Mm -hmm. Like, I think when he and Darby eventually have their match in AEW, they are going to kill each other. And oh, people yeah. are going to be shocked. And oh, my the, God. I think the part that's going to shock people is mostly the fact that it's going to be kind of a jarring image because, um, you know, obviously uh, we see it quite a bit on the indies. Hoodfoot's making a great name for himself. Shout but, out to Hoodfoot. He got some big match against Madman Pondo. Uh, on the mainstream level of pro wrestling is concerned, we've never really gotten to see black wrestlers do that and uh really like ever uh you know the fact that as mainstream Hunter, nope not nope, at all no we haven't like and i feel like the moment swerve is kind of the guy to do it uh on like national tv it's going to be a jarring image because it's going to be something you're not used to seeing <laughs> but uh just he is know, not I think he, from what I've gotten, he is not opposed to the idea. If the idea is presented in a perfect way, he'll do it. <laughs> Pretty oh. much so. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 oh, 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 this is what, I'm like just if saying. they come up with a bomb ass idea, he's gonna be in. So yeah, like yeah, the Derby matches are gonna be. They ha they. It's funny they've been building this for without even saying anything to each other, without anything. They've been building this match for so I know, many. They've years. been building with each other. Yeah, because they already did it. By the way, in Defy, yeah. but they are going to turn back around, and mm -hmm. him and Darby are going to kill each other on yeah, TV, and, <laughs> and it's going to be, be kind of surprising and shocking to see. Uh, mm -hmm. A couple more Humper chats. Uh, Dylan says, "Oh no, I just read Dylan. Sorry." Uh, Life of Deem says, uh, "Happy Saturday, fellas! Just showing yes. some support. This is the only podcast I check out on time every week. See you guys has inspired me uh, to create. Some of y'all be content. here before we do. Yeah, <laughs> he said, keep up." <laughs> All the amazing work. Shout out Deem. We met Deem, of course, in uh, in Orlando. Loved it. Uh, it's a great time talking with Deem. In, mm -hmm. um, One of my in, favorite moments of uh, Revolution Weekend was yeah, talking with Deem. Yep. Uh, D-Lo Diggs says, uh, sup, fellas. Uh, quickly in here, uh, like a block from Ryback. I'm like, I didn't get blocked by Ryback. I'm shocked. <laughs> I'm uh, not blocked either. I don't know why. Uh, but no, I, I don't tweet him. My favorite Triple H moment was him chasing Lillian all raw when she called him the former <laughs> yeah. champion. Uh, shout out to the king of that Kings shit is the, so funny dude uh, <laughs> triple h has a lot of moments like that too just like this like he wanted to have fun one day or one night on raw so he did this thing like you can always get one of those from him what a guy uh, yeah. man what's your favorite triple h match did everybody say uh, is it uh triple h and cactus jack like mine is because like that i think that's a top five wwe match for me that match is just um, bro what the hell um, uh, probably it, it's either the the HBK match from SummerSlam, I think that mm -hmm. was the sanction one. That one's fire. Or or the ladder match with Rock. Um, I I mean I say just for the moment, um, there's two. I think Backlash versus Rock uh, is the Iron Man. Uh, no, the one before that. The, the one Austin, before that. Yeah, with Austin's interference. Oh, okay. Um, 
Yeah, I think just for the moment of I, I, I remember screaming edge of my seat. I think my dad might have it on video somewhere. Uh, <laughs> of like he recorded me. I was just so. Like, you got to put oh this side God. by side with the Billy uh, crying one, man. Come on, you got to get that content <laughs> going, just, baby. Like screaming my head off when Austin made his way out and and saved Rock, and uh, then Linda McBan gets a pop for shoving Stephanie, and Earl Hebner gets the pop of his career. Uh, like all of that was was just moments. I, I love all of that. Uh, so that's up there for me. Um, I am a really big fan, though, of WrestleMania 22's main event. And a mm. big part of that was, now in hindsight, I hate that that match gave WWE the balls to stick it to fans. Yeah. Because that match was the first time they had ever like kind of stuck it to the fans. Mm. Where they were like, you know, fans were booing Cena for months prior to that. And this was like the early months of Cena getting booed. So people thought... The WWE is going to bail on Cena at that point of like, hey, we've mm-hmm. we've rejected him. We've told you I we thought don't that like too. him. And so fans were like, uh, here comes okay. Triple H to save us. Yeah, here comes Hunter, <laughs> the, the same Hunter, by the way, that we were yeah. complaining about just exactly. like a year before. But here comes Hunter to save us. King of Kings back on his throne. Raw's going to return back to normal and we'll flush Cena down. Forget that ever happened. That was a failed experiment, all of that. And, you know, every fan, like my favorite shot is that one fan who is standing the moment Hunter taps out and they show that fan who's like because <laughs> <laughs> like everybody was certain hell the night before at the Hall of Fame they cut to a shot of Cena uh, and it was oh no I remember now it was when um, uh, William Refrigerator Perry was being inducted into the Hall mm-hmm. of Fame and uh, Cena was inducting him and the crowd is chanting one more night one more mm. night because everybody's like tomorrow night it's over we're done with john cena and mm. hunter's back nope. and when the moment hunter tapped out and the crowd is just like what the fuck like, yeah no we got about 13 do? more years of this you guys you guys yeah. relax strap <laughs> oh, yeah. in well, well, what, what did y'all just do? but the best part is jr on commentary uh i thought did masterful work here because jr spent the whole show selling the fans as heels and mm-hmm. selling the fans as the heels it was like john cena is an enemy territory here john cena is is not only working against hunter who as he said because it was only a year before that jr literally faced triple h in a match mm-hmm. um and jr was like look hunter's not my favorite he's not a guy i would have over for dinner but i do believe that he is a great wrestler right. and uh and then he but it, the moment Cena taps Hunter out and JR is like, John Cena just proved that his Spaldings are bigger than anybody's in Chicago's. And it was like, <laughs> he literally Silly. sold Chicago as heels. Yeah. He literally told the whole world. I mean, Chicago fans are heels, right? It was like, and, and, it, and it came back to bite him when my man took that title and ran with it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that, and that, that to me is, again, I love that moment. I wish it was kind of a standalone moment because mm-hmm. I feel like that was the moment that Vince kind of stood up and went, hey, it wasn't that bad. Right. You know, we, we didn't listen to the fans. We can not listen, continue to not listen yeah, to Yeah, it was them. like yeah. we didn't listen to the fans there, and things are fine. Yeah, and then from then on, they were like, you know what? Fuck, Fuck the y'all. fans. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was the moment that gave him the balls to do it. But at the time, it was a unique moment because WWE was so about, like, we listened to the voices of the fans mm-hmm. and all of that, and the first time they didn't do it, it was like, Hey, this was kind of cool. This was fun. And Hunter did his job there because he came in in this ridiculous entrance. The King of Kings, he had the Conan entrance. And it was like, 
Hunter had convinced everybody that he is coming in to win this damn match. And uh, it was a legitimate shocker when he not only lost, he lost clean. There was no shenanigans. There was nothing. It was just a straight up, nah, he just tapped out to John Cena. Just lost. <laughs> so that, that's one of my favorites. And, and I mean, of course, the, the, the Taker match, just the, the cage yeah. matches. Yeah. Probably his best badass. WrestleMania yeah. match. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I'm a big fan Agreed. of that one as well. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see. We got a, another uh, super duper chat from uh, Nathan. Now we miss Cena. Yeah, that's funny. The, the spin that they put on Cena is hilarious, man. Yeah. Like, Chicago Mexican food is great, an exception to the rule. Uh, nah, man, it depends on where you go in the city, man. Like, especially like, like West Side. Now, don't go there at certain times of night. Though, but, <laughs> you know, careful trying to get a burrito, bro. But, but no, no, no. Chicago Mexican yeah. food is, is great. Tom mm. says, "Do you think Swerve gets the TNT uh, before the world title?" Uh, P.S. Desperate for Punk to win at Double or Nothing so Eddie can take it at full. Mm. Uh, I mean, I I wasn't sure that Punk was going to. Uh, even get the title shot, but now everything is making sense for him to do it. And I think, yeah, uh, I think he's because at first I was like, is it too soon? And then I thought, no, it's not. He will have actually completed the AEW pay per view cycle. He came in yeah. all out or Darby, full gear, Kingston, uh, MJF at Revolution, and now the fourth pay per view of the AEW cycle. He completed it with all victories. Mm -hmm. He worked his way there. Yeah. Um, and like, honestly, and a CM Punk. He, I, it's, come I on, would it, give him the win. Like yeah, you didn't, you didn't dead drop him in and say he's going straight to the main event. You did have him work his way there. He like, worked for it. Faced, the man faced Bobby Fish on mm -hmm. TV. Like that's yeah. He wrestled uh, the big homie. Like he worked for it. Yeah. There, there, there's something to the story of him having to get through MJF and revive his old self to get that title shot as well. I really like that story and him mm -hmm. coming out this week and getting that win and immediately doing the strike. And then MJF beats him. There you go. Yeah. MJF saying he's getting a rematch yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah. So there's there a lot go. you can do there. And I feel mm -hmm. like uh, I think with All Out being back in Chicago, I think Punk should walk in as champ. I think yep. that's the best thing you can do. And walk out not as champ. Ooh. Man, if he if he walks into now arena or wherever they have it this year as champion, oh that's gonna be nice. Oh my god, y'all are I, I gonna think, go crazy. I think that's the best thing you can do. Like last year, like that's a great full circle thing to do. Like last year, you had him walk in. Like it's just first match in seven years, and now a year later, like we're seeing him as champ. Mm -hmm. I that'd be amazing. Uh, I do think it should be CM Punk beating Hangman Adam Page. Um, Hangman Adam Page uh, will. Am I right here? Yes. Um, he at least won't have the distinction of being the shortest AEW world champion. That's mm -hmm. still going to be Chris Jericho by double or nothing. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, just do it. Uh, it's it's. We'll get a couple of more uh, world title victories along the way. And, too, and Hangman's so. had yeah. like he's had some fingers. He's out. had a good yeah. reign. Yeah, no, I I changed my whole shit on Hangman. Like he did it. Yeah. He tore he tore it up. Every uh, match was fire. Shot Kid 29 says, following Reg's lead and skipping Mania because who need that trash? So hyped for Supercard, Bloodsport, Multiverse, and Mission Pro instead. I mean, this has been Mania weekend for me for like five years now. I haven't been to Mania itself in six years. Uh, but <laughs> I've been going to every Mania weekend because, hey, Mania weekend is lit. And, Mania weekend is so fire. Oh and God, it, and uh, that... I will say it was Dallas in 2016. That was the year that made me realize uh, I had a miserable experience at WrestleMania. Did not have fun at uh, at 
AT&T Stadium. That was the was, worst WrestleMania I've been to. Yeah, that it, was, it was hot. My scalp was burning. Um, scalp was burning. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. Like I was. Like, he was out the, there. What, yeah, did you I, did you get a did you put the uh you got the Malcolm X joint you got the, yeah. <laughs> you put uh, that dupe in your hair that's what I, I had the uh the, I was I had the waves at the time so I had my hair kind of short and it was like yeah <laughs> so at the time um it was just like ah oh, why does my head fucking burn like at least now I got hair but uh, I did like the uh the uh, tailgating at WrestleMania tailgating that was one fun. was I mean, dope I, I drank two forties and I had to oh my god I had to. <laughs> Cut, I had cut in front of I cut in front of a line full of people at the porta potty. I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Just as, as I'm walking into the porta potty, because like, yo, I drank two forty, you guys. It'll be okay. And also, Merce was out there. Merce and John Connor were out there. It was yeah. just a great time Love outside her. of WrestleMania and thirty two. Inside, hey, uh, the night before too, uh, we had an RBR meetup um, that was dope. ACH came through. It was mm, like. That was actually really cool. We had a lot of fun with that. I was actually just talking with uh, B Rob about. Uh, is B Rob coming yesterday. to Dallas? By the way, uh, no, he's not coming to Dallas. Um, so even though he's in Texas, he's in Texas, he's in Texas man. What's going on here? So what? I, I was gonna I get was, to meet the homie. What he told me uh, was that it's his birthday weekend, and he planned on spending his birthday weekend at WrestleMania, and then his wife uh, made birthday surprise plans for him oh, okay. in, in New Orleans. And was like, oh, well, okay, I'm gonna go to New Orleans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you gotta yeah. Pick, you Sorry, gotta yeah. Pick yeah. His wife, his wife comes first. You know, yeah, wife comes. I first. mean, it's his birthday. Like that's the thing is, whatever you know, that's also important there. But she made some plans. He could also so. be like, it's my birthday. I'm going to WrestleMania. <laughs> but you can't. No, you, nah. you go to New Orleans and have some delicious food. It'll be fine. You're gonna have yeah. fun. So either way, he. Uh, I was talking with him though. We were talking about the meetup uh, in. Um, in Dallas, and that was just a lot of fun. And there was damn. When's there gonna be a Grapsity meetup, though? Shit, man. What's hey, up, man? Where man, y'all at? We y'all we, at? We talked about it. We gotta do it at a major event. Like, it's where y'all at? But, yeah, uh, this maybe... is too close. This is WrestleMania is next week. We're gonna uh, yeah. we're gonna think about it. We're gonna think about. It. There's yeah. a lot of shit going we'll do, on. We'll do it though, <laughs> this year uh, for sure. Um, you know, we did RBR meetups. There's not a chance I won't do a Grapsity meetup. I promise mm-hmm. you guys, there'll be a Grapsity meetup. Um, and. Uh, thanks. Is that it for the humpies? Uh, yep, that's it for super chats and humper chats. So a couple more topics. Um, hey, Kyrie's back. All caps when you spell her name. Baby. I've been seeing that elbow drop all over my timeline, boy. Man, really happy to see it. Came back last night at a World Climax um, and teamed up with my Watani. If you guys know, like, of course, they have history because they were a part of Freedom with Io Shirai, and they went against Tam Nakano, Cosmic Angels. Um, of course, you know, if you're a Stardom fan, you have to be either in that group that buys the pay-per-views or you wait to watch it on Stardom World like I do. So, of course, everything gets spoiled before you actually watch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I won't spoil that for you, but sounds like it was a good match. Sounds like the main event was a good match with Julia versus uh, Shuri. Um SLK got that title back. Sorry, spoiled that one for you. <laughs> Goddess, uh, come on, man. Black <laughs> Desire is dope, man. So Momo and SLK have those Goddess of Stardom championships back around their waist. And, you know, Kyrie will be back in action tomorrow at 101 against SLK. Looking forward to that match. Hot. Hey, and I'm glad uh, we were talking about this before the show, but uh, I'm glad she settled on the name Kyrie just mm-hmm. as Kyrie all caps. Um, I man. think that. 
that's the name everybody he's kind of called her forever anyway that she's Kyrie hojo she's Kyrie sane uh and people were wondering what she's gonna go back with now it's just Kyrie. yeah Kyrie, man man i, I really like her new logo it looks only awesome. Kyrie we acknowledge yeah <laughs> um really really love the new logo with the two k's with the sword in the middle that looks super dope she's in fantastic shape it looks like you can tell she's been working while she was away oh yeah and i was surprised this is her first match back since july 2020 it doesn't seem like it was that long ago since she never worked the thunderdome so this is like Holy since those shit. performance center matches yeah uh, um crazy um damn but yeah, I hated the way she left WWE. I was one of those people that I felt like her last match, because um, her last match was the Bailey match where mm-hmm. she beat the champion and didn't get a title shot. I was like, okay, why didn't you at least give her the title shot against Bailey at a pay per view and have right. that be her last match? Or you could have gave us Kyrie versus Oscar for her last match. You teased it on Raw's talk and didn't give it to us. <laughs> Don't get me started on that. But yeah. super excited to see her back in stardom. I think she's gonna have some great matchups there with a bunch of people that weren't there before she left. Um, that's really... The, I know the, way the, too many people here right now that I didn't <laughs> know last year. Yeah. Who the fuck are y'all? <laughs> she comes out over to you. That's hilarious. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, super happy she's back at home working. Um, man, looking forward to what she does next. Yeah. That's hard. I'm excited. Yeah. Um, something we're not excited for. Because you know what? This can't all be great topics, all right? Uh Oh my god, I forgot. I was like, what happened? Jeez, Listen, these man. people. We don't need to see a go back to Mexico gimmick. No, dude, especially, especially the day, like um, the week after you crown your first Mexican women's champion. In Texas, don't do that. this is nasty. It, it, it was nasty. I this, this, this segment was bad. The promo wasn't good. And I think the thing that made the promo worse is that we know Vicky Guerrero's that, background. We know that she really likes, she really means that shit. Yeah, exactly. I mean, she was support. She was a supporter of the wall. That makes yeah. it worse. But I, I think, like, as far as just, like, what made the segment so bad is that she came out and said that, and every time Rosa tried to say something, she would just start screaming again, excuse mm-hmm. me. It's, it was just so obnoxious and not in a way where it was intended to get us to boo. Not like wrestling like, heat go away. It's like, no, this is awful. Stop yeah, it was it. just a bad segment. It, yeah. And, um, Man, I've been thinking for a while that Nyla needs to just split from Vicky, and this was this cemented it for me. I'm ready for Nyla to. Nyla go has home. never, for one minute, needed Vicky Guerrero. And you know what's dumb side. as hell? Didn't Full Gear end? And I'm talking about Full Gear 2020. Didn't that end with uh, Nyla kind of like pushing Vicky? Yeah, yeah. Like, all right, yeah, we're yeah, didn't she slapped or something? Yeah. Like that? And then I was like, all right, we're we're done with this. We're done. And then it's like, nah, we here we are, done. a year and a half later. Um. Yeah, so uh, I said this on Day After Dynamite. I'm going to repeat this point. Here's the thing about Vicky Guerrero. Vicky Guerrero was always bad. There was never a good Vicky Guerrero. But the thing about Vicky Guerrero was that the initial appeal of Vicky was that she was bad, but we were all in on the joke. And it was like, hey she's screechy she's not even like really charismatic um but you know that's why she's here because we all kind of hate this and but like we all kind of like actively hate it with her and like she knows she sucks that's kind of the appeal here of vicky guerrero 
and we got that for years right like she wasn't good in 2008 but of course like i said we liked it because it was bad that right. was it was bad that we were all in on it had really kind of run its course by like 2012 we were yeah. like done right? i mean it, it was cool to see her when she came in it for her rumble spot with the women's rumble because we hadn't seen her in a while yeah, uh, but I mean, making it from 2005 of her husband passing away to 2012, that's a pretty good run for us not to hate it. And but they just kept going. They didn't they stop kept going. And then, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and now and now it's over in AEW. And uh, I the thing I said on Day After Dynamite this week was that. Everything you could have done wrong in this segment was done wrong. Yeah. Uh, Thunder Rosa, like literally, if you change one thing about the segment, any one piece of it, it improves it from like an F to at least a D. Uh, because if Thunder Rosa had even gotten to speak for one minute, an improvement. If Vicky Guerrero didn't speak, improvement. Mm-hmm. If Nyla Rose was by herself and just came out and crushed Thunder Rosa before her moment, improvement. Mm-hmm. Yep. Everything about this would have been an improvement. But everything that they could have done wrong in the segment was done wrong. Wrong. And... Uh, I was not a fan of this whatsoever. Um, if you look at the quarter hours this week and the big drop-off, I don't know if it was the main event itself or the fact that people were turned off after that segment. Either way, the last segment's the, the there's like 100,000 people dip. Um, nothing about this segment connected. Uh, I know there's a lot of people upset that Nyla's the first challenger again. That piece, I'm not so mad about. Yeah, that doesn't bother me. Uh, because That doesn't bother me because uh, I'd like... Nyla Rose, um, I think that, yeah, every champion has faced Nyla Rose at some point uh, that she was. But she's a top woman out there. She's a viable talent, of course. But I do think she's an establishment piece of um, of AEW. And the fact is, like, she's beaten everybody, right? Like, uh, this is also, uh, because maybe it's worth mentioning, because it has been mentioned, that. Nyla Rose beat Thunder Rosa in the women's tournament last year. Yeah, so, she beat her in the semifinals to go to the finals. To mm-hmm. go to the finals. That's, as far as Thunder Rosa is concerned, she doesn't have a victory over Nyla Rose. Uh, Nyla Rose also just recently beat Ruby Soho on TV. Yep. Um, she's 5-0 and, and right now. I, I didn't understand why people were like, why is she getting a shot? She's undefeated this year. Because people don't. People yeah, don't. so like I, I get why she's getting the shot, and I get why it's why it's her um and especially when like there's history with her and thunder rosa that's stuff i would have brought up here there's ways you could have gotten to this match yeah. thunder, nyla rose is not my problem here um the no. way she's the problem for a lot of people i actually would have been fine with this being the feud to start with because there was a couple of points worth bringing up um that were both just glossed over one they were in the building nyla rose won her first um women's title in that's worth bringing up. Because she said that in her promo, which was so yeah. much better than what they did on I TV. Know. That was worth bringing up here. That Way they, better. They, that this is my building. I own this building, and I'm coming for my title again. Definitely worth bringing up. Also worth bringing up the fact that, hey, Thunder Rosa, glad you're champion again. You never beat me. Matter of fact, mm-hmm. I beat you in yep. the, uh, the Women's Eliminator Tournament one year ago. So as far as we're concerned, I have your number. Yep. Worth bringing up again. There are ways you could have gotten here, and the way you chose to get here was Vicky Guerrero bringing up 
Thunder Rosa not have or Thunder Rosa's green card and all of that. And even as Thunder Rosa goes to defend herself and say, I gained my citizenship here in Mexico, she didn't even get the full sentence out before she gets excuse me again. And what the, fuck? the whole thing was just a, a mess, a dud. I was awful. not a fan of this whatsoever. This fucking sucks. awful, awful, bad. Yeah. Awful, sucks. Awful Don't thing. do that to Thunder Rosa after she just had that great victory last week. This is what are y'all doing? Yeah, and I, I saw a lot of people trying to dunk on the women's di- division in general after this and say, okay, well, this is why they need to sign more people. But bro, we division. just saw that amazing match last week. How did you, <laughs> you know? Yeah, what I mean? yeah the right. division is awful. <laughs> like, look, like like Will said, this isn't on Nyla. Nyla's great. Um, mm-hmm. It's just that the way that they presented Nyla as the next challenger was bad. Um, I do think that they've done good things with the women's division over the last year. Do they still need work? Yes, but I do think, man, if 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 we're gonna say that what they've done with Jade is great, you can't say that everything they've done with the women's division is bad because right. Jade is in sense. a great place right now, and Jade mm-hmm. is another one that's like, I beat you. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, and and I ha- I have, I'm not a big fan of essentially tearing down everyone involved in the division because of this segment because i feel like that's yeah i've seen I don't a lot like of, that either. That's I, crazy. i've been seeing a lot of like oh this division is trash like just get rid of the whole like thing. red like, velvet and layla didn't tear it up like you know what i mean like match, come on like, literally five minutes before this yeah and, um you've been building the chris statlander and layla hirsch and man Sheeta uh, and deep is, is gonna yeah, be great come when on. they have their rematch come on man mm-hmm. there's, there's good and stuff d- in this division man yeah and so yeah i i wasn't a fan of of that stuff but i am a fan uh but i mean so i i i wasn't a fan of the segment and i don't think this was the right way to get there and uh i do agree with the criticism that it just makes it all feel like another challenger of the week type scenario where it's just like or challenger of the month type scenario where it's just like hey we know these two have history we know there's a story to tell there but um they're just gonna have a match and move on and uh i don't like that at all and i feel like there was a better way to get um Thunder Rosa's first reign started with these same people, and everything you could have done wrong to get there, you did. Yep. Uh, so yep. yeah, trash. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but on the positive side, as you said, almost like ten minutes after the show was over, Nyla Rose drops a fire promo because Nyla Rose is a great promo. Yep. That's Jeez, what. That that's hurts. what we, I think. That's what we're the most confused about is why Vicky's still here. Is like, no, we all want to hear Nyla talk. What? That's the thing. We yeah. want to hear her do this. We want to hear her promo. Get Vicky out of there. Just let Nyla do this. Yeah, and I, I even saw people saying that Nyla's not a good heel because people like her. And I, look, I love Nyla's presence online. I love her Twitter account. Hilarious, mm-hmm. but she's a really good heel. She's I a great think. Heel. I, but I also, think, if that's true. Like, the one thing I would do to save this, if there is much to save this, is use this as the face turn. Uh, of, yeah. Um, Getting her away have from her Vicky. Lose and and mm-hmm. have her finally walk away from Vicky and turn her face. Mm-hmm. And have Nyla build her up to Jade yep. at that point. There's two championships. And, There's a lot you can do over here. Yep. Um, I did see some people that were saying, why did Deep challenge her? I, I mean, I think they're no, clearly... Deep, Deep's not there yet. Uh, mm-hmm. not, it's not that Deep's not there yet. It's that, because uh, she is. She's literally the number one contender right now. But at the same time, I do think that Deep still has a program with Sheeta going on right now. Right. That's one that's got to end, and I right. think it's supposed to end this week, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Sheeta's back in the United States after she did um, those two great matches, by the way. Mm-hmm. She did... Um, uh, the ice ribbon show and she did the um the grand princess show last week 
and now she's back in the States. Uh, she was at Dynamite this week. I think they taped some stuff to build to the match with um, with Serena, and I think it's supposed to happen this, if not this Wednesday, this Friday, mm. Uh, mm. to finally wrap up that. Is so it going to be an, uh, an Owen match? I, uh, I don't think so. Mm. Interesting. See, I have this theory that the reason why Deep is in the next challenger is because uh, Sheeta is going to beat Deep, and Sheeta is going to challenge Rosa at Double or Nothing. I would love gotcha. to see that. Yeah, one that's year my later, that's my that prediction. Would, that would be so great. Are you kidding me? Um, and then yeah, there's a huge story to tell with uh, Serena and Thunder Rosa because yeah. that. Uh, the, the NWA women's title, all of that. There's a story to tell there. There's tied a lot. in, tied in, tied in. <coughs> and, you know, double or nothing is where she'd have won a title. Yep. Yes. But also, give me matches. Give me the matches. I am mm-hmm. ready for all of them. Uh, well. Let's see. Distract here says uh, Kyrie versus SLK has instant uh, match yes, of the year it potential. Does, man. Shout out to SLK. I think she had one of the best rebrands last year, uh, turning heel and joining Oedo Tai. She is fantastic. Um, yeah, just looking forward to that match. Looking forward to SOK getting more opportunities. Yeah, Van Twinblade says, Vicky, you are a Latino. Stop hating yourself. Um, and I know Reg knows this too. Um, that I feel like that statement there is a little bit um, discrediting Latinos as a whole yeah, culture because definitely. Uh, there's, I know Trump supporting Latinos. Um, oh my God, yeah. There's a lot of yeah. classism in the Latino. Uh, Man, there are black Trump supporters. It happens. Just as much as there's same thing. Um, uh, yeah, a lot of classism right. in black America too. You know, yes. like it's just like we can't. There's capitalism. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when people feel like they uh, made it on their own, in a sense, they yep. will like to look down on others exactly who, uh, who may not have been able to get there the same way. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's awful. That, that happens across the board. And we don't want to see it as a fucking angle on our wrestling no, show. I don't. That's yeah, awful. No, thanks. Uh, Chris, shout out Chris, says, Will, stop saying bad things about AEW or our checks from TK. I'm saying, bro, come on, man. Like, you know. <laughs> but yeah, that segment cash. was bad. Now this promo after was good, though. We're sorry, uh, TK. We're just trying to help, bro. That's it. That's all. That's it. We're trying to help. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's let, let's never do that again. That yeah, that's it. That's pretty much it. The women need more in-ring promos. They do. I, I definitely agree with that. I like what they. I, every time they do the backstage promos, though, they're great. Though the Statlander yeah. one, the Nyla thing, like it's like, what are y'all? Y'all need yeah. to. Yeah, I, I do think that they've done a better job of giving the women like other stuff and building up to like uh, the rampage matches. I think that's yeah, and, like, one of the video best. packages and stuff have been video like, package are good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's one of the best improvements they've made. Mm-hmm. Alexander says, uh, it's totally fine to not like a segment or an act or an angle. Extrapolating mm-hmm. that to an entire division exposes the real motivation for a lot of criticism. Facts. Big yeah. facts. Mm-hmm. Like one little, th- oh, there's one little thing. Like, let's talk about all these other things. Like what? What, man? Come on. Stop it. Mike G says, Rosa deserved a celebration segment with all her MPW students uh, around the ring and have Nyla destroy everyone except Thunder with the final stare down. Damn. See, that, that would have been, been so fucking much dope. better. Are you and, kidding me? And, and it would have built to it would have built to the Maddie match on Friday. Booked it. it. Made sense. Look how fast she booked it. That's that's what I'm talking about. Come on. Hey, yeah. damn. damn. And there's hella MPW students out there. Come on, like that you can you can make the, you could have put like just three of them out there to blah blah blah. They're bringing out carrying thunder on their shoulders, blah blah blah, celebrating, and then here comes Nyla to take everything out. But no. They took a different. I don't know what what was the motivation behind it. That was 
and then in Texas and are celebrate like uh oh sorry I just got a text uh, don't do this to me what is this uh what's we talking about so I got uh how bad is it how bad? oh no is everything oh, okay now nah, my flight for dallas which is actually the next topic got changed by an hour so oh uh, shit <laughs> so otherwise it's not that bad i just got an alert okay. saying there's been a change to your itinerary i'm like oh what does that mean um but <laughs> so i'm nervous <laughs> i am nervous i've been seeing them yeah. tornadoes and shit i'm like can y'all weather chill i'm not trying to fly in on no fucking tornado dog what's going on out here so yeah look this week we had to Dallas, Texas. Next or... week is the first ever. All three Grapsity boys are in person Grapsity. I am excited for it's this. Lit. This has been a long time in the making. Uh, but honestly, I'm excited to see everybody. There's so many yeah. people. That no. I'm just excited. To see Hell excited of the to homies are pulling up. It's yeah. it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Next uh, week. Honestly, uh, for the culture is going to be a uh, before that in time. Wale Mania is going to be insane. Oh my God. Wale Mania, like so many people are just going for Wale Mania. It's kind of crazy. So, where you will find your boys, uh, that's what we're talking about here. You Mm want to see your boys in uh, in Dallas, Texas? Uh, I will personally be at uh, Wale Mania. Mm -hmm. I will be at For the Culture. I'll be at WrestleCon and Ring of Honor, Supercard of Honor. I actually leave Saturday. I'm going to be home in time to do Grapsity next Saturday from my house. Have you looked at a map? Because you're getting a car, right? Yes. Have you looked at a map to see what this should be like? Because sometimes these, man, ROH, they like to be away. Like, I didn't even go to the ROH. Well, so and the when when WrestleMania was in California, they were so far away that I was like, I'm not going to go to ROH. So this is at the Curtis Colwell Center in Garland, Texas, which is funny that that is like an AEW staple. I'm pretty sure they mm-hmm. made that a wrestling venue yeah. uh, because they first ran that show in December of 2019. Um, but it's now the Ring of Honor has been running it ever since. Mm. And... Uh, it's in Garland. It's not in uh, Dallas. So, so that's not a good sign. So it's, I'm <laughs> it's like 30 minutes. Jeez, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'll be we'll driving see. the three of us around. Maybe get another Nissan Rogue like in Orlando. Yeah, because I'm going to be intoxicated from Rip. I'm not. I Yo, can't drive nothing. Is, is that why you're getting at one in the morning to start drinking at one in the morning? I mean, you know, your boy got to start early. <laughs> <laughs> no, but. Nah, so I'll be at I'll be at at least three of those shows with Will. Um, I'm I think I'm gonna try and hit Bangers Only on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't know because um, somebody keeps asking me if I'm going to stand to deliver, but that's at the same time as we record our podcast. Oh, did, yeah, no, I'm not going to stand and deliver. <laughs> by the way, I just want to call out some shit. By the way, um, just some certain people. Uh, I've been wanting to say this for a few days, but um, it's. Not that I dislike any. Oh, look, we've had we talked to NXT 2.0. I, I actually I, think I dislike people. I'll just say that. I, I, I dislike a lot of people. Not I, I like I like NXT 2.0. I, okay, it's not that I like NXT like, 2.0. It's not that I like NXT 2.0. But I do think NXT 2.0 is good at what it's trying to do. That it knows what it wants to be, and I think it's figured that out. And to those who are into that, I think that NXT has found its niche. It's found its audience. I will say, though, and I've been trying to say this for months, I have always said pay attention to the motivations behind people who are screaming about 
diversity and uh, and representation because it is important to be consistent about it and it is important to support black wrestlers across the board support them in the indie scene support them wherever you see them um, that if you see things happening for black wrestlers in promotions that you're not necessarily a fan of um, maybe acknowledge that but then also it takes acknowledging things that aren't happening anyway I said all this to say not a single black wrestler wrestled on NXT this week and uh, there's been a lot of quiet about that. Uh, not a Got Wale person. on the theme, though. You know, not, you know, appropriating the culture, though. You know, but nobody, nobody said a word. Uh, now, I thought that was Carmella. the land. Uh, Wakanda. It's fucking not. Stop it. Carmelo and Trick were on the show, but as far as uh, being placed on the show, having matches, because that's the thing people seem to count when they look at the card. Not a single black wrestler competed on NXT this week, and like. Yeah, I'm just saying, be consistent about that. If, <laughs> if we're I mean, talking about, let's talk about it. If we're gonna talk about Nova Black Wrestling completing on the other show, let's talk about it and not competing on here too. How about that? I mean, it ain't it ain't a whole bunch of black people on that WrestleMania card, is it? I mean, oh, oh no, <coughs> but we are. They're gonna add one more match. We're getting Omos and Lashley. Get out of here. Uh, yeah, so uh, I'm what? going to be in what? Dallas, Texas too. I have a collective pass, so I'm going to watch. So much wrestling. I'm going to hate wrestling after it's over. Um, I'm going to be at the collective. I'm going to be at uh, For the Culture. I'm going to be at one of them spring break shows. I have to see. I'm I'm really trying to figure out how to see AJ Gray win the GCW World Championship while at the same time Wale Mania. There's some time. There's numbers. There's all kind of things. Like AJ, I have to like. I have to see this is, moment. Is he scheduled to be up. a Wally Mania? Too? That's exactly what it is. I'm like, how are you at the show? But you're also at, you got a match. Like, what's going on here? But I have to see AJ Gray win the GCW World Championship. Like, that's one of the main reasons I'm going to Dallas. So, I don't know. I, I don't know, man. There's a lot going man, on. Man, there's a lot. Um, that, that Impact show looks great. I don't the know Impact show's make. crazy. That one WrestleCon show with uh, Rich Swan and uh, Mike. Oku uh, from the UK. Uh, Ooh, yeah, that looks crazy. Um, yeah, there's a there's a lot of shows that look really good. I mean, man, we got Bloodsport that looks good. I mean, Bloodsport. Yeah, uh, New Texas Pro is out there. My homies, they got an amazing show going out there. Like they, it's like, bro, I don't know. Yeah, I'm gonna be I'm, all over the place. You will see me somewhere. <laughs> I mean, and I'm working. I'm trying to get interviews. I'm trying to get people for Grapsity. Like I'm gonna be in. The for mode. sure networking um, the mode networking tis i'm for sure yeah so yeah my saturday and sunday are wide open i don't know what i'm doing saturday and sunday um yeah you uh, do you're going to wrestlemania you're going Literally. to wrestlemania guys, acting like there's my I, I, my wrist i don't have any plans to go to wrestlemania open. he's gonna be walking to the streets talking about when the mcmahon theme song yeah it's gonna be sick nah man phil just let us know man you're gonna be out there they sent the vip pack already they need that i don't i don't have no vip pack bro pack is in the hell they like just come say your name philip Lindsay, bleacher report grab city podcast through uh yeah it, it would be cool to go the, the only match that i really want to go there to see is the uh is the aj and edge match and mm-hmm. you know possibly bianca 
uh, Becky. Those are the only two matches I'm really excited for off of those two-day cards. Um, this week, man, send me a free ticket. I'll go, bro. You'll make hey, up man. for me my 35 bucks. You haven't gave my 35 bucks back. Send me a WrestleMania ticket. I'll go and yell at your show. You need to fill up 200,000 <laughs> 200, people to show up for some reason. Nah, like if, 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 if you send us a free ticket, I'll I will ensure that me and Reg will will cheer during this McIntyre and Corbin match that nobody can. Hold about. on a minute. Wait, no, hold on a minute. You're talking crazy now. No, you're talking crazy. I don't know about all that. Right. I got a confession to make. Um, for everybody who can see how my face is all lit up from my screen, Reg was like, yeah, Will's getting a rental car. And I'm like, oh, shit, I didn't book the rental car. So anyway, uh, <laughs> and for the last... 90 seconds. I've booked the rental car. We have a rental car now. Um, this guy so. can do it with his eyes closed, man. <laughs> come, on, <laughs> multi- come on, man. Multitasking. I'm saying. He's like, let my guys talk for three minutes. I got this. Yeah. Distract him, guys. I'm He's like, a dad. He's a dad. No, he knows I mean, a, at slight, all times. There was a slight panic when it was taking longer to load. I'm like, oh, shit. Are all the rental cars in Dallas gone? And then and look then, what happened to us last time. We don't need yeah. a repeat showing up at all kinds of crazy yeah, shit. Yeah, no. I got, I got it. It's a Kia Soul. So We're about to be in good. Texas, baby. Turning up. Double yeah. cup up. We, we will be there in Texas. Come Not see double your boys. Up. Sorry, um, guys. I want. Uh, I am going to be. Um, if you're not going to be in Texas, that's okay. Yeah. Uh, because everything I, that's happening in Texas is streaming. So. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but more than that, I am going to be uh, filming a lot of stuff around uh, for the culture. Uh, every friend of Grap City, I'm going to try and get a word with and uh, air some of that stuff next week here on the show. Wow, that's so, going to be fun. So well, we're yeah. doing that. Let me let me uh, send out a couple of DMs, see who I can get on the line. Yeah, I just I want to talk with people. Um, yes, Reg, get all of that. <laughs> uh, yeah. And mainly because we were talking about, you know, yeah. next Saturday, we want to do a show for you guys. Yes. Also. It's Saturday. Next Saturday is the show. I'm going to be in Texas. I'm so fucking busy. I have to to figure out what's going to go on. But we are going to have some content for you next week. Mm -hmm. Promise that. Um, And it's going to be a hoot. You're getting a show next week. Just that's it. That's from us. From Texas. Uh, Couple more super duper chats. We've from Tejas. Let's see. We got um, Eloquent says, uh, peace, y'all. Do you think we ever get. Two women's matches standard. Not um, with this on two hours of Rampage. Two hours of Dynamite and one hour of Rampage. Not, I, I don't think in this. I mean, I think uh, it all depends on the next few months. I think that, uh, you know, they have a new signee coming in on Wednesday. Um, I think, you know. They have a, a couple of, of new, couple of uh, prospective signees that's coming in. Yeah, so. I think that I, I know of about three people who um, word is they're probably going to end up in AEW. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's three women. And then as far as uh, they're good. trimming, they're, they're real good. And then as far as trimming the roster of women or men is concerned, that's also going to be happening really soon. I've been told that there's people that are going to be cut. The reason I bring all that up of growing the women's roster and growing the men's roster is because uh, growing the women's roster and shrinking the men's roster is because, uh, you know, QT Marshall was asked about recently um, the women having one match on uh, AEW Dynamite and uh, a lot of people didn't like his answer but I kind of got his answer and that he was like you know um, he said that we typically have about six matches on the average episode of AEW Dynamite um, and 
women at the moment consist or make up one sixth of our roster. Uh, when you think about how many men we have and how many women we have. And he's like, so proportionately, that is the accurate proportion for filling up the show. We'd actually be shortchanging um, our roster to change up proportions that way. And so, like, I got what he was saying there, but mm-hmm. also, like, you kind of have to. You can't. Uh, the, you, you, you can't. You yeah. have to, but you have to make a um, uh, concessions in that in that sense to create um, true equality. That sometimes, mm-hmm. yeah, you aren't going to have as many people, but that's just that's how it works. Um, yeah. So, but sometimes yeah, on the shows that they say don't exist on YouTube, there's like four or five women's matches. Like some dark right. shows are all women's matches, but right. those shows don't so, count. But I so. think as far as Dynamite and Rampage are yeah. concerned, I think it is going to come down to um, the more women we see on the roster. Uh, the more, the more we'll see. Uh, the more, yeah, the more of a mm-hmm. proportion of the roster they take up, the more because they've only had I think two shows that I can think of on the top of my head that had two women's matches. Because um, St. Patrick's Day Slam, the first one had uh, it was main evented by Rose and Britt, but it was also it had uh, earlier in the show Red Velvet and um, Jade Cargill was on that yep. show, mm-hmm. and so yeah. we've seen that it's possible. Right, Let's I, fucking I, do it. Um, I will just say this to that um, because I say this all the time. If you want more of what you want from certain wrestlers on a show, then support the wrestlers. Simple. And, and, and my thing is, I see a lot of people that are like, we need more women's matches on the shows. But then I also see people trashing the women and not giving them a chance. It's like, well, you know, support them, go to the, go to the shows and be loud for them. And they'll recognize that you want them on TV more. Watch them on the shows that you think don't exist because those YouTube numbers are actually something. If they see that you're watching your favorite woman wrestler every week on YouTube, they'll do something about it. It it worked for certain women on the roster. So it does work. Now, I'm not saying that to take the onus off of AEW. No, no, no. no. There's a lot of things they need to improve on still. Like I said, I I got what QT was saying. um, That also... That's only if you look at things just as statistics. You can also go beyond your statistics and just do. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Okay. They're one six of the roster. Who cares? Put them on. Put another match on. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I man, support the women, man. Don't yes. don't go to the shows and be quiet during their matches. No. And then, and then don't say, boo, don't do everything. Yeah. Don't have Thunder Rosa yelling at you on the mic because you're being awful. You yeah. Know what I mean? like, don't don't sit on your hands during their matches and then get yes. home and go. Why aren't there more women's matches on the, mm-hmm. on the card? Like, don't do that. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. Um, Orion says, Sheeta goes to Vanquish Deep and the mob boss personality takes over and she goes after Rosa, my fantasy guest. Man, I just, I want to see it. I want to see, uh, I want to see Sheeta and Deep. I think, uh, I for whatever reason, I went on cage match the other day and was looking at the top women's matches of last year. I didn't realize that of the top 10 women's matches, uh, highest rated women's matches of 2021, all three Sheeta Deep matches are in the top ten. All mm. three. Right. And, <laughs> I was like, like that second one is definitely what, like go back and watch that second one they had for the TBS title tournament. Fantastic. So good. Um, Monique says, Uncle Will preaching. Thank you. We're specifically talking about the uh, the the NXT 2.0 stuff. Um, and what you said, they was horny. Uh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> when i said be consistent is all i'm saying be consistent oh, yeah. keep, keep that same energy you keep, keep, don't. Yeah, especially when we're talking Stop about it. NXT 2.0 keep that same no energy. don't <laughs> <laughs> all right folks we will see you in dallas this wednesday uh this thursday 
Uh, uh-oh. Okay, so... <laughs> I may not have an episode of Day After Dynamite this week. Yeah, I was uh, thinking about that. I'm like, you got Day After Dynamite too, man. What are you going to okay, do? Okay, so Day After Dynamite may not be happening this week. My apologies. Um, so you're going to be in the air, probably, or yeah, somewhere? I, I mean, I'll be in Dallas by that point. Oh, okay. Like, I don't know. I'll be around, unless y'all just want to do it in the car. I mean, <laughs> you know, it's not going to... Hey, it it so could happen. I will let y'all know what I end up coming up with for Day After yeah. Dynamite this week on Fightful Overbook. Uh, yeah. But otherwise... Ladies and gentlemen, it's WrestleMania week. It's one of the most fun weeks you'll ever experience. If you've never done a WrestleMania week, I highly recommend it. Probably make those plans for you now. But uh, if you've never done it, do it. Do it. LA mm. next year. That's going to be. Oh, my goodness gracious. We are in California, baby. It's going to go crazy in California yeah. for sure. But also, come out to Vegas as well. Come out. Come out to wrestling shows, man. It's fun. It, these weekends Vegas are is going to be hot man. as fuck. We, both we are temperature outside, and the man. other hot. Yeah, we, we are outside. We are man. very we outside. Are outside. It's yeah. going to be outside. Um, but also, be safe. Mask up. Um, and uh, wear a condom. Anyway. Hey, 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 hey. Smoke hey. weed every day. Nate Doc said it the best. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, that is it for this edition of Grap City. I will watch it for Phil Lindsay for Righteous Reg. We'll see you next time. Have a great day. Peace out. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.